Hey everybody, it's Mike here, and I'm just popping in to say a few things before we jump into the episode. Uh, first off, this episode was actually pre-recorded um, about a week ago. We recorded this at the end of Camp Zool um, on the final night after we got back from all the festivities. Um, we were recording in Veronica's room on my phone, so that's why it doesn't really sound as good as um, any of the other stuff that you typically hear because I didn't have my nice setup. I didn't have my nice microphone, so we were all just sitting um, at the table. The phone was there recording, and so that's why it sounds uh, kind of like old episodes of Juggalo Judgment, to be completely honest. So, um, yeah, if it sounds a little bit, uh, you know, like we're talking into a fishbowl, that's why. So um, hopefully that's not too much of a problem for you guys. Um, second off, and Shmeev mentioned this on the most recent episode of Juggalo Judgment, is we are going to be actually at the gathering in an official capacity. Um, we are going to be part of the uh, Gathering of the Juggalo Podcasts live event, which is on the first day of the gathering. This is still very, very weird to think about. It actually got announced... Um, officially on the first day of Camp Zool, which was crazy to me. Um, so I kind of had to like not be as excited <laughs> about that um, as the event that I was at. But it's definitely something that um, we're still trying to grasp. Um, we've actually known about this for about a month and a half now. And um, yeah, it's, it's very... Um, it's very weird and it's very, very cool to think about. But I'm super excited because not only am I going to go to the gathering and meet some of my closest friends I've never met, but I also get to um, meet a bunch of people who maybe listen to Juggalo Judgment and would like to actually ch talk with us. Or maybe you haven't heard of Juggalo Judgment and you're going to hear us for the first time. It's, it's definitely um, a big deal for us. It's something I never thought we would actually get to do as, uh, as Juggalo Judgment. So... Um, I'm very excited. Uh, the last thing that I want to discuss, and honestly, this might be the most important one. Um, as you all know, it is Pride Month, and um, a couple friends uh, actually worked on a project together that is out now. Um, we talked uh, count, uh, countless times about the homie Jiggles, who recently just um, made a new project for um, that is available on their Bandcamp. Um, uh, Jiggles actually worked with uh, Shmeev uh, and also Eric from ICP with We to um, do a cover of uh, Moon Age Daydream uh, by David Bowie. And there is also a B-side, which is the one that features Eric. Um, this is available on Juggles' um, uh, Bandcamp. I will have the link in the description of this episode, and we'll probably have it for the other ones this month. But all the proceeds of this single go directly to The Trevor Project, which is a fantastic organization um, that supports uh, LGBTQ youth, um, I've donated to them before. I think they're, they're fantastic. And guys, why wouldn't you want to support not only them, but also show some support to some of our cool people, um, that we work with directly on a day-to-day -day basis because they're fucking awesome. And they did this honestly just for the hell of it, which is very, very cool. So again, I'm going to have the link in the, uh, description of this episode. Please go ahead. Um, purchase the track, you're supporting a good cause, and you're getting some dope music out of it too. So um, that's all I have to say. So without further ado. Mic check. Guys, I'm recording this early because... 
Camp Zool has just ended. And I was really thinking about how I wanted to do this. And I thought, what better way than to speak with my now closest friends. So fuck you, Shmeev. The group of friends that I've had this entire weekend who have just endured this long haul. I have with me, from our Discord, Blade, Vron, and Twizzle Hizzle. Hello. No one else said hi. <laughs> no one said hi. Nobody I didn't know you were supposed to. It's okay. You get introduced. You say hello. Yeah, I introduced. So, um, the, the premise of this is um, we just wanted to, to give our experience, like, talk about our experiences from Camp Zool, like, say who we liked, and then talk about how many bad choices we made uh, at the merchandise booths and things like that. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty, pretty free form. Um, but I, I just want to preface this by saying I had probably the best weekend, um, at the very least of recent memory, but I'm willing to say of all time. So I think, uh, with that said, I think we can, um, just kind of jump into it. So we, uh, I know that myself and, uh, Robbie got in on, uh, on Thursday. Thursday so night. So we, we had a day zero kind of shindig, chilling in the parking lot, uh, getting bit the fuck up <laughs> by, by some bugs. Yeah, we showed up and we were there for a good, what, we were there 10 for, to 15 minutes before we left? I feel like we were there for probably like almost a half hour just talking okay. to, to whipping them. We, yeah, we, we saw Whipstick from Super Famous Fun Time Guys and some friends of his and, and Mr. Eight Legs was there for a minute and talked to them for a second and then we just kind of... We went back to the hotel because we were yeah. so tired of getting bit, got bug spray, and apparently in this like 20 minutes that we were gone, that's when like the day zero picture happened. So we're not in that, which is a bummer, but we came back and we were chatting to some people. Um, we actually met uh, this uh, the, these uh, two fine people, uh, Michael and Stacy, who we basically interacted with like on and off the entire weekend. They were super cool. But uh, but day zero just kind of came and went. I fucking hated that goddamn drive, and I can't wait to do it again tomorrow as of recording. But day zero, fuck day zero. That's not Camp Zool. Camp Zool started at day one, and that is when all the festivities truly, truly began. And that is when my bank account started to hate me. But fuck that. Let's talk about some of the performances. What do we have that that really uh, really went down? Well, for so for some color, um, me and Mike got to the grounds before it started. Yeah. In order to. Uh, because we were we we woke up at probably nine a.m. and the oh, event man. didn't start till after four, and we were antsy oh, and so bad just waiting in the hotel yeah, room. We just sat in our hotel room and waited <laughs> to be able to leave, basically, and got very um, yeah antsy is the best word for it. Yeah. Eventually, started meeting some people out in the hotel mm-hmm. parking lot, and they said they let us know that um, about two it was going to open, so we just headed over. Um, got straight to the merch line. Immediately, <laughs> the Emporium of Evil. Get the, the Long of Evil merch, and and it was closed at first. I don't think it was even open yet. No, it was closed for the, at least the first half hour, forty minutes we were there. But it took us a good like hour and a half before we got in there because they were only doing groups of five. So apparently, there were some like 
limited, like one-off masks that a lot of people wanted. And by the end of the first group, they were all gone, mm-hmm. which was a bummer. Well, not all of them. A good number. Not all. One of them was still chilling there. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But after the merch, we went and saw some shows. So, dude, should I run down this, or should we like talk about each person as I say their name? I think we can. Each I think person. We can, yeah, I think so. Do that. So, but first, real quick, you guys did not show up yet. No, these yeah. fools were late as shit. So, yeah, y'all. Blade showed up at like 5 p.m. <laughs> I got there, yeah, like 5 all said and done. So I didn't. First day, I think I saw maybe two or three sets only. Yeah. So I have nothing to you say on day one. You got there super late. Bron, you weren't there. Yeah, in, in true typical form, Viron was fucking late again due to uh, hanging out with my mom's new puppy and shitty traffic. I think I got in around 7. So I literally saw ABK and spent a hot chunk at the merch. <laughs> and that's all I did on day one, but I'm not complaining because that was pretty fucking awesome in its own right, so. I totally forgot ABK was even there. We'll fucking, we'll, <laughs> so, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. Way ahead of ourselves. I saw him, so, so that's like, that's we'll, we'll get there. We'll so. get there. Um, so, four o'clock, Keegan Grimm hit the stage. Uh, I was looking forward to seeing Keegan because I've been listening to him for a few months now, and I think his he's underrated and very, very good, so I was excited to see him. Didn't quite know what to expect, but knew a lot of the songs and was excited to see them and i think he fully delivered i, I was it he was the very first person who played the room was not full by any stretch and he pretty much tore it down and yeah like he, he set definitely the, had, set the, the the he set the vibe he had a, a lot of energy on stage um definitely we we did stop at uh, at his merch uh fucking cd and shirt for 10 bucks which was insane yeah we went to get his, his uh gutter mouth ep and uh, they just handed us a t-shirt because he um, prints t-shirts. Yeah, so he, he's got a surplus and he can do that. So, yeah. Oh, also, I just want to say this because we said it was like it would come up later, but I did buy a mask whenever we did our, our waiting. Um, there was a Halloween mask that was only a half mask. It didn't have the bottom half, and it was the coolest fucking thing ever. And, uh, yeah, your boy snatched that shit up and got recognized a lot and got so many fucking compliments on that. And uh, I also brought four masks to sell the whole time, and I did, and I was so happy, and it made my bad decisions a little bit easier to deal with. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, so after King Grimm and masks, uh, we had Dean, 4.30 o'clock. Ooh, this Dean. was one of the ones I was looking forward to the most. Agreed, because I know that you've talked about Dean a bunch Big fan. And um, I, I tried to listen to a little bit on, on streaming beforehand, but I wanted to go in a lot of these, you know, without any, like, kind of precon- uh, preconceived uh, opinions or whatever. So I was excited to hear about what he could do, and he was fucking amazing. He had some good energy, and um, it was, uh, it was what his wife was, was yes. up there, too, um, doing, doing background Robin. vocals. Yeah. She did. She was doing some background vocals, and also did. It seems like I think it was her song featuring him. I mean, I think that was it's the on his album, but oh, it, it is. But she does a lot of the stuff on. There. Okay, okay, and she was fucking fantastic. Um, apparently, she has uh, an EP that's going to be coming out. I think in the fall they said. So I did grab a couple of of Dean's albums. Um, I'm I was incredibly impressed. 
Um, and he was he seemed like a very nice person too. Yeah, we've seen him um, all weekend. He was hanging out, getting in the pit for people. And, and something that also supporting. should be said is while a lot of these artists were performing, like Whipstick was in the crowd for a lot of them. And so it was just very cool to see that like some of the people who were like the head people were actually there and like excited to see the people that were supporting them in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, I mean like Lee Carver would come in the pit and push somebody and then run off and laugh and I mean, Dean was in there all the time, yep. like yep. Cody Manson, like a bunch of the artists who were there to perform were also there just as people that were having a great yep. time and like this music a lot. So it was For real. really it, cool to see. It was it was definitely like some some very like close camaraderie, which was very, very cool to experience. But yeah, Dean I thought was great. Um so a lot of these people if I say like hey check like check this stuff out like you could say fuck me or whatever but I'm just saying I had a great time watching a lot of these artists so and you can say fuck Mike I'm fine with that do it at your leisure <laughs> but don't say fuck me and go listen to those people because they're good <laughs> um, after Dean we had Nasty Ink which was a very high energy very good set um, Stray from Sky Swamp Orange came out with them I think mm -hmm. he had a couple other guests and um, yeah, Nasty Inc. is great, and it was like a real party starter of a set. Like King Grim, like got people going, you know, like rapped really well, and people sang along and enjoyed themselves. Dean had a lot of theatrics and like yeah. uh, props and theming and stuff like that. And then Nasty Inc. was like party set, and people were there ready for it. So that was a real turn up vibe, and I think had one of the first pits of the night. Probably. I I was not inside the venue for that. I was a little off to the side. I did miss a bit of it. I don't know why. I think I might have gotten food. Um, but what I heard was, was definitely, like, energetic. Um, but I was a bit, like, whenever we went to, like, I think it was whenever we were getting Keegan's um, merch, I was like, oh, well, I wonder, if, like, what I would get from, from this guy. But he had, like, six albums, and I'm like, I can't tell where I would even start. So, unfortunately, I didn't support uh, and purchase there. I would probably do so in the future, but um, not saying that this, the set was bad. It's just I was, like, I think I was focused on food at the time. <laughs> Overall, was, you giving it the maybe fuck Mike thumbs up? That, that might be the, the maybe fuck me. <laughs> just, but, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm giving it the don't fuck me, check it out. <laughs> um, after Nasty Ink was Zitro, or Zitro. Zitro. I've heard people say it differently. I don't know which one it is. Um, but I know he does a fun thing where he covers his mouth up most of the way and goes, <laughs> That was, okay, that was, that was, was very silly to watch. That was, it was, it was. <laughs> so I, I missed the first, like, two or three tracks of his set. I know for a fact. But I came in and uh, and was listening because Veronica, you've said before that you fuck with with Zetro Heavy. I've seen him before. Actually, I saw him at the uh, Three Rings show last year at uh, Psychopathic Records, and that song sticks out so much. It's <laughs> it's that weird carnival laugh. I don't it's, need no guns. It's so catchy, <laughs> and the fact that he follows it up with "I don't need no guns" yeah. like it just sticks with you. It's I enjoyed so it. I'm sad that I missed all these. These artists and these sets, I yeah, that would have been fun to see here at Camp Soul, but I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, so I did. I did. I did, and as soon as his set was done, I went up and I copped all those fucking CDs because I liked it. I thought he had like uh, Rob. You said that like you, Robbie. Were, Robbie. Robbie. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is not. This is. This isn't. This isn't. Uh, what is a juggle, Rob? 
This is this is this is Twizzle Hizzle Rob. Robbie. <laughs> Rob B. Rob Bass. Rob Bass. Tonight with this fucking voice. So, <laughs> I know that you said not not necessarily like, oh, fuck this guy or whatever, but like you... No, I would never say fuck anybody <laughs> except <laughs> fuck Mike sometimes. Yeah, exactly. But um, no, I think, I think I support all artists making music and I think you should keep at it. But the, the reason why I was interested was I know that Veronica said like the energy. Oh yeah, stage, his energy. That man has some presence, and that was very like I, I don't know how many times or if he's ever opened up for ICP before, but that would have to be like. Well, he was the newest artist signed to Psychopathic. Oh. Remember, that's what that's what they said on on Instagram or whatever. It was in the booklet to the booklet to Young Bedlam. Yeah, and if we had a dollar for every time something was put in a booklet and didn't come out, I mean, cancel. She would have been paid for. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, for somebody walking into something like that, where you know that it's such like, dare I say, like an iconic event, the last show is psychopathic Mm -hmm. and you're playing like bouncing around with all of the people on the label and you're the opener, like not, he didn't seem like he was nervous or shouldn't be there. Yeah. Yeah. The energy. He's laughing when I saw him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, I, that sticks out. I, I love that song. I can't wait to listen to that song on repeat yeah, on the way home. Well, on our way to Waffle House, we're just going to put that on repeat the yeah, entire way there. Yeah, Yes. But, yeah, I, I'm pretty sad and bummed that I didn't get to see him this, this weekend. So, I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad you guys enjoyed him. Yeah, I liked it a lot. After what? that, also, I don't remember any times we did shit. Like, that's not the show's. Mm-hmm. So like I'll just say it's a just a for the audience. That's fine. Imagine we walk to the car and drink a bottle of water. <laughs> yeah, that that happened a like... lot. It would and and literally any time we decided because there because it wasn't like set immediate set immediate set immediate set like there was like a five ten minute delay between at least them, ten most fifteen minutes between most people. So and the parking lot was very close. so yeah. yeah depending on who it was. So sometimes like we were like running back to the car because you couldn't have outside drinks. So like I had bought a fucking case of water with me. We go back, and nearly every time we went back, Mike and Stacy were were at their car yeah, too. Yeah, people we had met earlier. I don't remember from day <laughs> so, zero. We discussed them. They were parked next to us almost every time. Became they were, our new best friends. Yeah, they were great. So you know, lots of the fuck are we then? Old best friends. You old you, best friends. You 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 were old friends. news. Yesterday friends. is old you were, friends. You were you were Discord friends. <laughs> Yeah, these are people sorry, are never we, gonna see sorry. again. We so. met them at day zero. You're not special enough. These are oh, day God. zero friends. Yeah. Sorry, they're, they're late. The, you're 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 the day one. They're the day zero. <laughs> oh, okay. The day halfway. We're saying like, day one. Like like in a similar way that Mike's talking about these artists. We knew we liked you guys. <laughs> I came in with an open mind to Mike and Stacy, and I ended up liking what I saw. And I, you know, I think I I would love to see more in the future. All right, but I, you know, if you're listening to this, please I'm giving up. the don't yeah. fuck me. Well, we know that Check Mike. We know that Mike won't. He doesn't have social media. Right. I, they said they both don't. So. Oh, they both don't. Maybe they're I'll, never going to hear. You'll this. see him at the gathering. I'll see them at it. the gathering. Yeah. I'll be there. Anyway, Absolutely. Mike and Stacy, shout out to you. <laughs> All right, what do we got Thanks next? For what we got next? Tip of the hat. Uh, who was that? Oh, after after that was the Michigan Misfits, and they came out in a really cool way. They had um, set up like a, I think it was probably just a regular banner, but it was cut in the middle, and it looked like a brick wall with a with curtains, and they put a trash can on either side of it and walked out like straight a, up like ECW, style. yeah, like a wrestling tag team, and they had sunglasses that said Michigan Misfits on them, and they uh, really tore it up. Uh, they were the first act of two, I think, this this week that got me high. 
um, because they just lit up joints on stage and started passing them around. So I definitely uh, thought it about it twice and then decided, yes, I'm going to hit that COVID joint. Um, so RIP next week. But um, yeah, they, I thought they were super good. I really like those guys, and I, they did not disappoint. Check out, I would say, either the album, 1134 or whatever. The the Not Fuck Robbie <laughs> recommendation says that those are the ones. I will say that I was at the car for for a portion of that. I can't remember why. I might have been like messing with putting merch away or something, but I did uh, I did miss a significant portion of their set. Like I came back whenever I think it was like the last two songs, and I think I may have gotten in the picture that they did, but... Perfect. I know that I did, um, I bought the, the album whatever ahead of time, and I did listen to it, and for some reason I think it just kind of like like slipped through my mind, um, but again, the the actual stage presence, the energy for that is definitely something that would bring a lot of people in, I can already tell, so like they seem to have the crowd on the palm of their fucking hands. And, uh, and and just to, to give the, 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 the maybe fuck Mike recommendation, the first night, Day Zero, when we were at the parking lot... People were playing music over their loudspeakers right. in their cars, and and they put on whatever the title track. And Mike said, "What the fuck is this?" And yeah, I was like, "It's Michigan Mississippi. This is great." So and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I have this." <laughs> he owns the album, hasn't listened to it. I did listen to it. I did listen to it. Okay, I did listen to it, and I forgot like my opinion of it because I was just listening to my Camp Zool playlist, my 987 song playlist yeah, for the last like three fucking weeks. I will say this about the entire thing is there is probably, I haven't counted, I'm going to guess 20 plus artists on this, maybe closer to 30. And um, they were all rad. And so like leading up to it and trying to listen to stuff and get prepared, like um, stuff does get lost in the shuffle, but like it's stuff that I'm going to continue to be catching up on right, right. weeks and weeks in advance or uh, in post from, from here on now. Yeah. yeah. So this is where I came into Kanzul. I came in during Michigan Misfits and uh, I heard the two songs while I waited at the Emporium. So like... <laughs> you could hear from over there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't know if they were speakers uh, going Brown that says far. check it out. It's yeah, Blade good. says check it out. All right. Yeah. There you go. That's what, what do we got next? Get. <laughs> yeah, the Blade... The Blade... Uh, is like the least fuck you, I think. Like the, the Mike, uh, he he said it himself. You yeah. know, whatever he thinks. Yeah, you don't uh, have to listen to me. Don't fuck me, because that's rude. Um, and Blade, I think, is going to be the hardest fuck. Yeah. To to I'm to get you to listen to something, you probably should, because like it's, I'm a hater. Blade I'm is an asshole. Hater. Yeah. Straight up says mean stuff about stuff I like all the time, and it makes me sad. But I never say it out there loud. There was a joke I wanted to make during the whole Zetro thing. What was so, like, it? I well, you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to get a deal here. We can't really say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, what do we got next? After Michigan Misfits was Cody Manson, who had been promoting the fact that he had some special stuff planned. Um, and I ran into a friend of myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't host this show, uh, so I can't speak for it. But a uh, friend of myself, Luke Lagoon, um and told me you know like you're gonna want to be up front for this one so he pulled me up to the front with him and uh it was pretty fucking cool cody came out well no, cody didn't come out they played audio of like um like old charles manson documentaries mixed with i think like maybe televangelist stuff a little bit and they had a bunch of people come out in masks and robes one of them had a um like a cody manson voodoo doll kind of thing with a cross on it and they brought out a body bag People carried a body bag out and put it on the stage and unzipped it. And he kind of popped out with uh, a crown of thorns and blood on him and, and, and started the set. And 
Um, as far as like I, a thing that like I think can't be stated enough is how I think Zool inspires a lot of these artists to add like a little extra level of theatricality to their show for this event. And it like, it paid off every single time someone did something like that. It really brought a lot of energy to it. So yeah, thumbs up Cody Manson. Loved it. You're, uh, you're saying all this and like that is checking so many boxes for me. Mm -hmm. And like, again, I'm a hater. I'm going to repeat this again. Sure. I saw him walking around. I was like, I'm never going to listen to that shit. (laughs) I, I, and then you just said this and I'm like, I'm <laughs> this was honestly and this was a thing for me i i think i've stated this before i know i've said it um in, in in confidence with our with our friends here but like i sometimes struggle with some of the some lyrical content and even some of the iconography that some of the artists do because um of my catholic background so seeing uh this this gentleman up on stage wearing a crown of thorns um it's definitely uh something that didn't quite sit well with me it took about midway through the set for me to be like okay i can listen to the music so i did pick up um what was the most recent album psychoactive i think is what you got yeah the only lp so far that's by the time you hear this he should have a new album called eagles mc skelter that he played a bunch of stuff from during the show and it was all very very good but um yeah mike bought psychoactive it was the only this lp he has so far yeah, actually, one of the songs that you had us listen to on one of the Patreon episodes was from yes, that, the and, title I, track. and I did enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I do remember enjoying that. So, yeah, it's it was one of those things where I need to start like listening just, to me. Nah, not so much. <laughs> um, just some of the 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 issues that I have to deal with of like what I grew up on and stuff of just like you know what I should just like separate my like background with the music because i can't control if my brain likes the things that i'm hearing um even if it's not like the best in a weird way or, or what i'm like is used it the, to. do you mind delving into that at all like, do you mind if we talk about it it's it's really just like i said i i grew up catholic and so like not that i'm the the best catholic in the world i i haven't necessarily practiced my catholicism like very heavy i don't know if I'm really religious these days, more so spiritual, and that's a whole other can of worms. But, like, I know that I've had issues in the past of, like, some of the juggalo music, like, whenever there's been, like, Lotus or anything that's just, like, questioning of God and whatnot. And there's been times where early on when I was listening to Alazulu, um, shortly after they got signed to Magic Ninja, hearing the stuff of being, like, you know, church and, and, and all this and, and whatnot, it definitely makes me like almost like second guess like should i be listening to this music so my question there is is it just for my own understanding yeah. is is it more of a thing that you feel guilty for liking it or feel offended by it um it's not so much offense it is like a bit of guilt like you feel like you're going against the things that you yeah, kind of and you kind yeah. of like I think I have to like tell myself that like I don't believe in like I don't I don't subscribe to the church of Zool like that is not my religion I'm not like like how there's people who fully believe in the dark carnival like that is their that is what they hold on to incredibly dearly and if if that's you that is totally fine if that's what helps you get through life that is okay but i just need to have like a lot of self-reflection of i am a catholic i believe in a lot of catholic things not everything but listening to this music can sound for lack of better terms because they use it blasphemous 
Um, it is very blasphemous. I will say that's like and, and an that accurate is, description. And that is something that I struggle with at times. So it's not to me saying that like, oh, they shouldn't be making this music. They make the music. Okay. And but for the record, is, you also don't listen or not listen rather, but watch or enjoy any like horror content really no. outside of this music. So this kind of imagery and stuff that is more familiar it, to yeah. some of us that look like is, horror movies. And it stuff is not my bread realm. and butter. Yeah, so that is sure. So that is definitely something that, you know, it's it, it's a thing. Am I going to stop listening to this music? Probably not. Like, unless there there is something that is so over the top that I'm like, no, for me, this is unforgivable. I can't do it. But, yeah, that's just something that, like, seeing Cody Manson come out wearing a crown of thorns, mm, that's a little bit, that's a little bit much for me. But, I mean, that was honestly, as far as, like, the theatrics throughout the whole weekend, that might have been, like, the, for lack of a better term, worst the one that for, got you the most. That that might have been it. So, and if that was day one, like, well, I could only go, like, be a little more chill from there. And I'll say, uh, exact opposite of Mike, it was just enough for me. Um, <laughs> could have done with more. <laughs> really enjoyed it. I thought it was very cool. Um, and I will also uh, say Cody was the first person in something that not didn't become like a, a tradition or a regular thing, but it was a little added thing some people did, where his last song he jumped in and started moshing with the crowd. Oh yeah, um, he, he people no 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 he jumped off he jumped in and yeah people. he did that yeah. at first he didn't mosh he jumped in at the last song oh, and started yeah the, the second to last song I think or one of the two he jumped out and then I just like um, the stage dive Luke the goon friend of mine uh, I can't speak for the show but a friend of mine personally uh, nudged someone and started a big pit and then Cody jumped in and that was a lot of fun so. <laughs> Uh, Luke yeah. was super cool. Luke, like, the yeah, entire I, time. I never met. Uh, if, if if anybody doesn't know, uh, Luke the Goon. Um, honestly, one of the easiest ways to see him was when uh, on the um, LukeTheGoon.com. Yeah, that, but he does the uh, the five piece episodes Unfegal occasionally. Course, yeah. um, so actually, the first time I ever chatted with him was whenever I was on the, the five piece um, for the the top five posse cuts. Um, but I got to meet him for the first time this weekend. He was super fucking cool, dude. Yeah, I've done a lot of uh, a lot of podcasts and, and videos and stuff with him in the past. Even a a, a review of Cody Manson's Psychoactive album, which you can go watch. My hair change in the middle of that video because we had to record it twice right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was he was great all weekend. Right, uh, just as a friend, not as a performer. <laughs> and then after Cody Manson, we kept it LSP centric. Yep. In that uh, triple MFD, make my motherfucking day, scum and insane poetry followed Cody Manson, um, and they honestly tore it up. One of my top sets, mm-hmm. maybe of the week. Yeah, um, their energy was off the fucking rails. Like scum and insane poetry, both are very very energetic performers. Um, they brought up Donnie Menace to do a song from the upcoming uh, insane poetry mm-hmm. album, Violent Art. And that was fantastic. They brought Cody Manson up to do a song from Scum's most recent album, the. Uh, Is that the album the old? No, it's the newest. Uh, it's it's the the world end the dying world chronicles I believe they're called, and the third album is called Black Souls or something. I'm fucking this up, and I apologize. <laughs> but I have not slept much in days, so I still say check it out, but I can't say the name correctly. So right. fuck me this time. Fuck me. The rest of the time, don't. I uh, I will say I I've, I've seen Triple MFD one time before and I I think it was Fright Fest 2018, but the problem was I could barely remember anything from it. I know that I didn't buy anything from them during that show, so maybe that ba- maybe that time that wasn't really on my radar. When I was watching this set, I was fucking like glued to everything. 
Um, I've heard nothing but good things um, about Scum as a person, which is really cool because I know that like I think I tried to listen to a few of his like solo songs in the past, and it wasn't quite for me at the time. But honestly, insane poetry is was like holy shit, man! This guy is so like into it, and I just like. I feel like just a, like a quick glance at him, I wouldn't expect him to be doing this kind of music or to be like so like he had an energy on stage that was like incredibly surprising to me. But him and Scum just like they seemed so in tune that like it was impossible to just stand still. Like as soon as their set was done, I grabbed every triple mfd album there yeah because i'm like i can't wait to fucking listen to this stuff what was the song that i that i was a huge fan of um body in the trunk body in the trunk was mm-hmm. so goddamn good so fucking good but i bought um i bought that i also did buy a, a recent scum album as well so that would feel yeah that was a two disc yeah fucking one out one one disc of solos solo and the other collaborations yeah which is so, very very good yeah i can't wait to to really like dive into more i was bummed they didn't have any insane poetry solo stuff because i would have definitely bought one of them um so i'll hey i'll check it out in the future but like i for having never listened to to lsp before like i have a, a class album Mm-hmm. Um, his most recent one, like those those EPs that, that were bundled in one, and that was good. But like LSP's never been on my radar, and now I feel like I really have to like actually pay attention because it was fucking impressive. They were really really good, and Scum did the same thing where he jumped in the crowd and was moshing with people. Yep. And um, yeah, by the time you hear this, uh, Insane Poetry's album will at least be out for pre order, if not out out. So sounds right. Go check that out. Gorehop.com. Violent yep. art. All right. So Triple MFD, Dean, and Cody Manson were actually at Camp Soul, the first one. Um, I'm sad that I got, I missed all of these sets, but uh, last year, everybody was incredible. Um, I'm and actually, you're the only one of us that was there last year, so we, yeah. we should state that. We should put Oh, God, yeah. Roll out the red carpet. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, I, Triple MFD, they're, I, I can't, I love that group so much i yeah i want to jump on everything that you guys just said they are fucking awesome live and i think they're slept on i honestly really think yeah that group same poetry i wanted to always shout it from the rooftops is slept on like crazy he's oh, been yeah. doing horror course since as long as esham or anyone else has and does not get the credit for it and is like a first generation like wicked shit horrorcore whatever you want to call it artist and continues to be fantastic every time he touches a microphone so like if you're sleeping on insane poetry you're fucking up yeah they had a lot of his older stuff actually last year for sale at camp and i ended up picking up some stuff and just i listened to his albums non-stop for weeks after camp just because he blew me away that night so yes Go listen to Insane Poetry. Go listen to Triple MFD. On the scale of fuck <laughs> us, Veronica, where are you putting yourself? Blade is number one fuck. Uh, so if Blade's a hard fuck, I guess I'm an easy fuck. Okay. <laughs> and I'd like to state that that's across the board for a lot of things. I will, I will say I am a very generous and... Um, and and uh, supportive fuck. 
Uh, I don't know if that. Am I a hard talk? Is in like a card to get me or like? I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna. Yeah, you're. you're, you're yeah. Oh, then I have to be the hardest. Yeah, I'm not around. We are. Be. You said maybe fuck. No, no, that was only for. I don't think you're harder than Blade. <clears throat> <laughs> only one way to find <laughs> out. <laughs> All right. I'm harder than everybody at this table right now. Just so you know. <laughs> After scum and insane poetry was a decent wait. I've been mm. very quiet this whole time because I didn't see these guys. So yeah, yeah. we'll get there. So we'll get there. So we have two more days. So here's the thing: we we did we did yeah, say we that like years. most of these sets, there was typically like a five to ten, maybe fifteen minute wait in between, but like it never seemed too long. This took too fucking long. It was just a, over a half hour, just over a half hour, for the native warrior ABK. Anybody kill? He's put on here as anybody kill. Does he even go by that? Anymore? Any booty filler. Mm-hmm. ABK? ABF? He um, he had a, a respectable set. That I will say this. I was super excited to see ABK because I've only ever seen him one time before um, when he toured with Twisted. I think in 2014. Sounds about right. 2013 or 2014. Um, and I will say, I don't know if his set might have been shorter because of the delay or if it just was naturally short but it also seemed like i expected more of his psychopathic hits and i'm not saying that he didn't play some of them but a lot of it was his native world stuff um that said uh i never want to hear charlie brown ever a fucking again that should not have been on dirty history in the first place and it should not be on any goddamn live show that ABK does. I'm just going to say that, and I don't fucking care. Um, you know what, that one footage when he's doing it at the Gathering and Violent Jacob's on, kind of does a swishy dance? Oh, on, on the Ruffles DVD? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. No, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> I have a lot of fun with that. Why are you I'm giving... I'm sitting here, like... Blade is, sitting, Blade, Blade is giving the, the... There's that meme picture of, like, the girl with her hand up, like, what? And, like, what the fuck is this for? You said he didn't play enough of his, like, psychopathic hits or anything, but he played all three of his Shut songs. the fuck up, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I was, like, you asshole. I heard everything I needed. No, like, shut the fuck up. It was amazing. Up. I never was, expected that. No, fuck you. Fuck you. I will say, too, like, I was very bummed that, like, Hey Y'all started, one verse, one hook, that's it. Like, I... I We'll get into more of this later, but I do get very frustrated, and it's and it's very, um, it's very common with like the Juggalo artists is you almost never hear full songs from the artists. It's a lot of, uh, you know, one uh one verse, one hook, or one, uh, two verses and a hook, or whatever like that, and then it moves on to the next thing. It keeps the energy constantly moving. But sometimes I want to hear the full fucking song because it's a good song. Like, Hey Y'all is probably ABK's biggest song. Like, it's one of the best videos that he's got. But, like, from Dirty History, it was the only single. So, like, I feel like Charlie Brown was longer just because it's slower. It is longer. But because you hate it. That's I why. hate it so fucking much. I he, played, he did play some, some good stuff from... Um, from uh, the first album, uh, Hatchet Warrior. 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 Thank you, um, but uh, but a lot of the stuff that he played, I didn't recognize as much because it was um, a lot of his Native World stuff. Also, fuck the fact that he had at his merch booth every fucking CD imaginable listed, but didn't have any of them. 
literally, some of them. He had literally some. three of the five CDs I wanted, they did not have. But shout out to him for having drive-bys back on the block, which regularly goes for like $70 plus Yeah, it's on eBay and, and Discogs for $70 right now. And so. it was $15. You're welcome, Robbie. Yeah, Mike <laughs> bought me that. I appreciate it. And I want to say that this ABK set uh, was a pretty definitive moment of the festival for me for reasons that have literally nothing to do with ABK. In ah. that I, uh, I went to the bar <laughs> during his show. Not, that's, not, that's not meant as a, a sneak diss. I just was looking for a beer. And, um, and I noticed Tom Martino, who makes all the forever faces, oh. in, the, in the doorway, like, losing his mind. And I walked through, and Dean was in the crowd losing his mind. And I was like, it really was kind of an awakening moment about what all of this is to me, in a way, in that it, it's... These are all the people that were juggalos 10, 15, 20 years ago and like grew up and made their own creative <clears throat> stuff with that influence, but also other life influences. And they're, they're, they're their own people, their own thing. They're not like juggalo artists, right. creators, whatever. But like, it was really like, oh, we all come from the same origin story a little bit and like mutated in weird ways outside of that. And that was a really cool thing to see because it was the first person who was like one of the classic core like juggalo artist that played all weekend and it was really like oh we all love gang related we all want to get in the fucking yep. pit and sing along to gang related it's uh these people have just like done something with it in the years mm -hmm. since so I, I, that was a really cool moment for me also something that else should be stated that uh, happened during the show was uh one of his people uh, up on stage who was throwing vials out into the uh into the crowd uh, went to hand me one since I was right up front. For Not vials day. for the record. They're 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 the, the kind of tubes that the oh, three rolled cards come. Vials sounds yeah. more sinister. That sounds yeah, like liquid. Vials awesome. sound liquid. Well, I'm sorry. Um, with uh, what two, two, two or three? I think I think two. I think two pre rolls. Pre rolled joints, and uh, the gentleman tried handing me one, and I didn't realize what it was until I saw. And so he's holding it in front of my face for about five seconds, and I and I gave like the no, like like cut to the neck, like no, please don't. He doesn't mean and, like a uh, nice like swishy hand to the neck. He means a thumb across. Like, yes, like I will kill you. I will kill I don't you if you this. hand me this. Die. Yeah. Yeah. Just the Undertaker. My eyes roll back to everything like that. Um. So yeah, they uh, threw the X's up and said, "Beat it, Mister." Pretty much, and uh, <laughs> he was just like throwing them into the crowd. A lot of them, like. They had a bunch of them. Normally, you'd see that and be like, "Oh, maybe like two people are gonna get these." No, they, they had, had a lot. There was at least like ten of them well, they threw into the fucking ABK crowd. ABK and also Cody Manson, weirdly, both also were selling like liquid uh, THC yep. syrups and stuff like that. So I think ABK at least is definitely working with like a grower and yep. someone who makes dispensary goods. Mm -hmm. uh, and so yeah, he had a lot of joints, and I've been smoking weed all week. <laughs> uh, because he gave me a lot of it in yep. that in that moment, so uh, that's the other way that the ABK set was a big deal for my okay. entire week. So, um, does anybody else have anything? The rest of us are children of God. None of us participate in any illegal smoking <laughs> activities. No, uh, for the record, I mean that is no. literally true. I'm li so, for the record, I am the only person on this podcast right now who smoked any weed all week. Facts. Yeah, yeah we're children yeah. of God. You're not. Oh, no, yeah, they've, got, they've got their own reasons. I'm a cool guy. Why? I want people to know them. I'm a cool guy, which <laughs> is why I do drugs. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm a square. Um, so that was the end of the uh, the sets for day music, one. However, yeah. that was not the end of the festivities. Uh, what did uh, you fucking dorks do? All right, the so three of us. Yeah, yeah, the three of us went into the trail, which was uh, 
So Terratown, for people that don't know or are not super familiar with Camp Zool, it's a haunted attraction. It's a place that's not open just for this. It, it opened in October and whatnot for, um, they'll do like a guided trail with with scare actors and, and haunted house kind of stuff. And that's its main yearly like income as a, as a place. Um, so for one night, they, they, they open it up as like a special event. Carry on. I just wanted to get back. Yeah, to no, good, good call, good interjection. Because I'm not going to give people that back. <laughs> uh, so we did the trail, and like uh, they advertised, you know, like the trail with Allah and Willie Lou, and I was like, yeah. all right, that's pretty cool. Like I love haunted stuff. I'm a haunt guy. Uh, haunt, big haunt guy yeah, here big too. Big haunt guy. So we uh, we went out there, and like we're we're doing the trail, and like the first thing that said to us was like, I hope you're not afraid of ticks. So me, I'm I'm terrified of ticks. Sure. Uh, so I didn't nervous ticks. Yeah, I got real nervous. Yeah, people, like skin stuff scares me. Yeah, get it out of here. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go through it. Uh, no. And then uh, Bob's fucking cracked it up. He's trying so hard not to. It's better for the podcast to let it out. You see those fucking oh levels? God. That's my stupid ass laugh right there. So you do it. Anyway, anyway, so we did the trail and like. I had these moments, to, this moment two times during camp where tonight I was like, oh man, like, because uh, it was advertised with Zool, I was like, I wonder where they're at. Like, are they going to walk with people later? Like, or did they do it themselves? And like, a minute after I thought that, we got to the church and the end of the trail. Yeah, so you see, when you walk in, there's the line, and you see basically like an ominous church just outside the fence. Uh, that's got torches on either side, kind of flickering in the in the, the moonlight, and a big upside down cross on the front. And that is, it looks like the beginning, but it's actually the end of the trail. But it look, I thought it was, I didn't, I thought it was just a prop, or I didn't know what was going on. Bamboozled, the there. yeah, yeah. Bamboozled. Uh, I was part of the first group because I I'm a loser and I really like haunt stuff, so I got there early as I could and just. Hey, like, you fucking left yeah. like during ABK yes, set, I did. you bitch. Uh-huh. I don't honestly, <laughs> with how long we waited in the third group, maybe. I don't think that was a bad call because it was it was they they gave people their time for sure. Yes, we didn't see anybody from either group, which is like a very big thing for scare stuff. I'm sure you know. Yeah, totally. It ruins the They're right behind you. Groups around yeah. you, or uh, right ahead of you, and you hear the screams or whatever yep. and know it's coming. Um, yeah. I gotta say, like it was a really nice trail. The haunt was very good, and if I lived uh, less than five hours away, I'd definitely come back to this <laughs> season when it's when they're open. Absolutely. So, yeah. so you move a half hour closer. Um, and you'll be here. So we're going to move in together. Oh, okay. Okay. We're set. All four of us. <laughs> All four of us? We're actually, we're moving to Terratown. Yeah. That's actually the big announcement. And big living as scare actors. Yes, exactly. On property scare actors. <laughs> living with the ticks. So, if you're like, you're joking, but I'd love to do that. If you're living in Terratown yes. and you'll pay me to live here and do it full time, I'll do it. I wouldn't be opposed. <laughs> you probably, you probably have to dye your hair a different color, though. It's pink. It's scary enough. It's very <laughs> conservative. It's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to the end of the trail, and what happens? Uh, Robbie's a way better storyteller. I'm gonna pass that to him because oh, like, well, you've been interjecting with like really I, good details and attention to things. And I'm like, I'm just gonna fuck it up. The so, I'm, the haunt actually, I was expecting more from the haunt. Is what we were talking about. I think what we determined was that it is um it's off season. Off season. It's yep. June, mm-hmm. so they don't have all their cast. Um, so. There was like basically we were walking through a, a wooded area, or not even wooded, a fielded area, a yeah, tall grass area, muddy fielded area. Yeah, and oh, there was. Did you step in any puddles, by the way? All of them. No bad oh. ones. Okay. <laughs> no, you said you did. I got a couple bad. Couple bad on. ones. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Um. But so there was basically like every 
not 20, 30 feet, more than that, but like every two like minutes of walking, shack. you would see a little shack with yeah. a scene. Um, and I, Robbie here from Portland, Oregon, um, which is not as haunty of a place as the Midwest or Ohio, as far as haunts go, it's a little more extreme, a little bit more of a thing they pride themselves on. So I was excited about that, but a little nervous as well, because I was like, damn, this might be extreme and, and really get me spooked. Um, and it kind of didn't. Um, like there was a thing that I volunteered for and the little zapper gun and it was cool, but in like a, this is fun way. I was never jump scared or anything like that. Um, but once you got to the end of it, you see the church in the distance and you're walking towards it now and, uh, they lead you in one by one. Anyone jump into if you want. Um, we knew what was coming. We started we knew, giggling yeah. and clapping like this is stupid gonna be the children. Like, oh, it's it's AXC. We like we once we realized that they weren't going to be running around in the fields like screaming in our faces. Once that was like figured out, and we started getting closer to the church, I was like, oh shit, they've probably got something crazy and wild going on in there. And we were right. They absolutely did. Yes. Yeah. So we walk in the church and. Um, I think the first person we saw was Bill. We were greeted by Bill. Who said greetings or whatever. <laughs> yep. And uh, sat us in the pews of the church um, in the rows. And then... Um, I like the ambiance. Don't do it. No. We noticed pretty quickly that then Lee was at the preacher stand. Uh, what do you call that? The, the pulpit. 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 There you go. And I, was an, I was an altar boy. And that was Joe. Okay? Uh, Joe Black was an altar boy. He had his... his Smoke bell thing or whatever you call it. Yeah. Smoke uh, bell. I don't know. It's the ball. A swinging, it's the swinging the ball. Incense. It's incense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe had that. I was an altar boy. <laughs> Lee was in the pulpit preaching, and Joe and and uh, Billy was walking by, and so so we so we walked to the the, the pews and sit down. And I noticed immediately it was wet. Just dripping. And I was like, oh, the there's ceiling. water. Oh, when we were uh, when we were in there in the first group, they had like the fucking sprinklers on. Yeah, the they, they did. Were still yeah, so that's what okay, I so noticed. They were still yeah. On? Okay. yeah, yeah. But I was, so I was like, oh, it's wet. Like, cool. They're, they're doing water as like a make yeah, you true. uncomfortable feature kind of yeah. thing. And then looked down at my shoes. I was wearing Converse with a lot of white portions, and noticed, oh, they're red. They're just spraying blood on us. Um, it was red colored. It was yeah. red. Oh, yep. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was the fake blood was drowning down on you or raining down on you rather. I realized until I. We had different shades of red on us when we walked out, and that's when I realized that the it was like diluted that's red so blood. Cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Sorry for the silence. I'm just like processing how cool that is. Yeah, really yeah. Cool. it was when there were strobe lights and stuff. It was very like music video level of mm -hmm. like theatrics and 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 well put together shit. I could be wrong. Sorry to interject. I was not on this trail, so I, there's only some things I could think of, but I did see it later. Wasn't this the same um, area that they filmed? Um, one of the music videos in was, they did six this video deep? for six feet deep at Terror Town. I'm not sure what portions of it, but that's probably. The I same feel like spot. part of it was done in that in that church. It's very very possible. Okay, okay. Yeah. very likely. I Sorry to interject. Say. Please go on. And then Bill would kind of go by with his um, chalice chalice of blood, and and as if it was holy water, and kind of bless us with it um, in the messiest way he could find possible. So I was wearing a all white hat. And uh, he looked me in the eyes and said, nice hat, and just plopped his hand with blood right on it, which I've been um, proudly wearing all it, week. It looks cool as fuck. Yeah, like, that hat you is better cannot, for it. Like, you near, like, unfortunately, I don't think you can wear it anymore. I think you need to, like, when you go home, I think you need to, like, literally just 
it you hang it proudly. I might put it on one of my the displayed yeah. forever faces or something, oh, uh, or yeah. just continue to wear it because I just think it's fun That's now. Fair. But we'll see what happens. But yeah, it, and then it just go by kind of flicking blood in people's eyes and faces and rubbing yep. it on their faces and clothing, and and it was very cool. Um, and then you're sent out for the night to go have fun, uh, which I, me and Veronica talk a lot about it. Yeah. And we were saying like meet and greets are very cool and like things like that, but this was a real like welcome to this is what this is. Welcome it set to a our tone. thing. It yeah. set a tone. Like watch watching everybody in our group sit in pews, like actual church pews, because I also went to Catholic school for nine years, so it actually looks like just an old school like barnyard a small town church 12 people go there totally yeah. it yeah. really looks like that so with the theatrics and you know the dripping and everything like all the this it was not the strobes added it to yeah them. it's so much and that the fact that they stayed in character the entire time and didn't break and then watching <laughs> watching you with your white hat and him just approach you first and just dipping his entire hand in that chalice and just like gingerly rubbing it all over your head. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be that kind of weekend. Welcome to Camp Zool. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. You thought this was just going to be a fucking music festival. That's a reminder to you. It's not just that. It's not just, well, I mean, it couldn't be just a music festival. It's the very first music festival ever. They've made that perfectly clear. No one's ever done it before. (laughs) No. Why would, how could you, how could you expect anything else? Exactly. What else happened that night that wasn't scary? So, um, here's the thing. I was in line to go on the trail. Like, I I initially didn't want to, and then I'm like, you know what? If I'm with you guys, I should be fine. However, um, one of the the actors there had a um, a, uh, shotgun. It was shooting blanks, obviously. I cannot take sharp noises. So the first time he shot it and I didn't see it, like, I fucking dropped. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't think I can do this. I also don't really like being scared, so I'm going to go and just chill um, back in, in the, the main section of the town. And uh, at just uh, just around 11 o'clock, they started letting people in for the game night. Now, I was super excited for uh, for game night because Lee Carver is a uh, apparently an avid Magic the Gathering player, so he said that after the trail was done, he was going to come in and try and play some games with people. Uh, the trail obviously started later than a lot of people were expecting, so when I got there, I had my cards with me, um, and there were th- uh, two other people who were um, who had their cards with them, and we were going to start a pod. Blade, you showed up pretty much just at the right time because you were in the first group, and I had some extra decks with me, so we played a game of Magic, and it went incredibly well. You unfortunately had to dip out. Yeah, I got, like, uh, like I'm doing tonight, I might leave during the middle of this. I'm very tired and I want to shout out. I'm so but, sorry. Uh, no, dude, it's fine. It's me, <laughs> baby. Uh, I left during the game when I had a pretty good board going. You uh, were doing fine. Were you were pretty you, good for me. You were playing my Sliver deck, which Slivers, if you don't, if you don't play Magic, are bullshit. But... I knew how to run it, so I chose it. Yeah. So, uh, so you had to leave, and I ended up winning the game somehow. I got a really cool uh, medallion um, for winning that. However... Uh, Lee Carver showed up about midway through our game, and um, he started a pod with uh, three other players. Um, the one, Mr. Zombie Killcam, who uh, they constantly chat about magic. Um, and Lee ended up losing, which was insane. However, um, because of the delays, I did not get to play with Lee. He said, if, uh, if possible, 
um, on Saturday if he had time. You know, we would try and meet up and we would play. So I was a bit bummed that I get to play with Lee. But one of the highlights for me was ABK coming over drunk as hell. He stood he he stood over us for probably close to ten minutes. Um, just he asked like, what a magic was. Yeah, it he was the whole time he had no fucking clue. He he yelled, "Oh, gee, is that dead?" Yahtzee! <laughs> he's just he's like I got bingo. He was that might have been my favorite thing about ABK the entire night, <laughs> to be completely honest. But um, but it was just cool to play uh, to play some magic. I won with a deck that really shouldn't have won, um, so I was very proud of myself because if I didn't top deck the thing I needed, that would have been curtains for me. Um, and also I won some free T-shirts there, which was even cooler. Um, and the worst drive-by album, so that was cool too. Um, if so, you went to top deck, you would have upper decked. I will say. Ah, uh, you know what? That's true. But then that would have disappointed you. Anyways, so that was basically our our night one. Uh, we left there. It was literally just before three o'clock um, when we left. Um, hotel, shower, sleep. Yeah, and then day two because uh, we spent fifty five minutes already. Yeah. So. Saturday, June 4th, day two, we all got in around one, I would say, um, saw some Tom Martino's Q&A. First off, we ate at Big Boy. We did eat at Big Boy, which is a first for me. Damn. Pretty good. It was nice. Going on. Uh, Tom Martino's Q&A session, it was uh, him and his podcast co-host doing their thing and uh, reviewing movies and, and talking about comic books people asked about and stuff like that. Uh, I showed up pretty, pretty late to that, mm-hmm. just because we were kind of getting in and all that, but uh, it seemed like everyone that was there had a great time, mm-hmm. and they were giving out um, wigs, which they were calling dick beards or something. Someone will correct us on that, <laughs> but uh, but it was a, it was an ongoing bit, and it seemed like a good time. I was not there for any of this uh, Q&A, unfortunately. Yeah, we got there I, at a weird time for that. I think I may have checked out the Emporium again. I did. I was, I think, I I did a lot of, like, double-checking the Emporium because it, we were under the impression that some stuff might have been missing and they were maybe staggering some releases of merch. Um, so I went to the Emporium a number of times throughout the weekend, and that was, I think, one of them. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, I did not get to see uh, Tom Martino's Q&A. Um, the only thing I knew about Tom Martino was that he also had some of his own, like, one-off uh, Forever Faces, including one that was spawned. It looked cool, but it was fucking expensive. But after that was the super famous Fun Time Guys Q&A, uh, which we were all there. We were all, we were all there in attendance. <laughs> we were there. My voice is ruined. Um, <laughs> did, did you like it? I Ooh, I was expecting just yes. No, no, no. It's, it's, <laughs> no, 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 no. I did like it. I wish, I wish controversy. No, 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 no. Um, I wish that more people got to ask questions. As in, more people like there wasn't as many delays for the microphone for people to ask questions. I'll say this about the Q and A's overall, which I think is just like a, a factual thing. Uh-huh. A lot of people, I think, came to this event thinking we were going to get. Concrete news, like a seminar, or physical seminar, a seminar, product. not a Q and A. I just mean I think that there was a lot of expectation for news about new music yes. from both Super Famous and Zool, and so I think everyone kind of came with the same questions mm-hmm. and didn't really ask them because we were waiting to kind of here's here's the the yeah. update. We do know 
there will be a new Super Famous Fun Time Guys album next year. Uh, 2023. Do you have the name of it? I don't. I believe it's I'll I'll tell you when I want to laugh when I'm laughing. No, or, it's close to that. It's I'll I'll tell you I want to laugh by laughing or like that's it, it's, it's something like that. Ballpark. It's a stupid fucking name. They the read it was, off their phone. Yeah, they were like, we haven't said it, it enough to to yeah. know what it is. The fact that they haven't. Practice it yet to yeah. just say it out loud. It's yeah, like no. Fun time eight legs had to find the name on his phone in order <laughs> yeah. to give it out to the audience. Yeah, but they said twenty twenty three. It's coming, and it, they they're excited for us to hear it. But it's it's yeah, a little longer than expected. Yeah, on my part. Um, so yeah. Other than that, I mean, there were some there were some good questions about people. I don't. I can't think of anything else. They told the, was... the the whole long story of how they first met. Yes, which, which was, was great. So great. It was very entertaining. Um. And and it's all because of Loki, and then Loki ditching them. <laughs> Go listen to Loki. <laughs> um, and uh, and and Whip stealing a, a penguin plush. Yeah, look it up on YouTube. I'm sure someone. Um, there's probably somebody who. Uh, there, there's probably somebody I'm sure who it was recorded, recorded it or whatever. So yeah, I'd Good say those were the highlights. Those was the, the the album news and the origin story. Yeah, and then they just argued the whole time, and they did what you hear them do on skits on their albums, and it was fantastic. It was yep. a lot of fun. They have they have such a good kind of chemistry, um, of where I can't tell if it's kayfabe or not. <laughs> Probably somewhere in between, like all the best. Mike said jokes. that Mike said that some of it is pretty authentic. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's he's known them for for years. And then that was followed by the Zool meet or uh, not meet Greek Q and A, which was a similar format. So uh, began with just Lee Carver and Billy Obey because Joe was mysteriously not at the grounds yet. Yeah, he, was, uh, he was running late for something. Yeah, he had called and said he was running late and then I guess got pulled over on the way in and the cop sent him on his way when he explained what happened, but he didn't get there until probably over halfway it was, through. It was, it was like the last 10 minutes. Yeah. So yeah, he was, he was uh, suspiciously absent for a while, um, but, uh, but they, they didn't let that slow them down because, um, I mean, Bill's one thing, but I I am so hard on Lee Carver's dick um, after this weekend because he his presence is fucking amazing. Got a good presence. He he can literally just he can work a crowd so goddamn well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you gonna go on? Uh. Yeah. So they talked about a number of things. Uh. They said that they've said this before, but they 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 reiterated that they have two albums, uh, ready to go by the end of twenty twenty three. Which would, or by the end of 2022, my bad. Yeah, the um, end of this year. The end of this year. One of them is a Long Live Evil um, group album, basically. Them and Super Famous Fun Time guys on tracks together for, they said they have 18 recorded, but they're going to trim the fat and put it out as a, a slightly shorter thing than that. I don't like that. I want all of them. I I say do the best album I, you I, have and then put the rest out as singles or do bonus tracks or something. I'm towing the line. Like I. Release them all. Release them all, but 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 put out a perfect album so and then real, release them all. So real in quick. Some way. So real quick, I just thought of something. Um, we know obviously, super famous sometime guys were signed at the beginning of twenty twenty one, and or probably technically twenty twenty, but everything was announced on twenty. It was announced. Yeah. New Year's Eve twenty twenty one. Yeah. If this is gonna be a long live evil uh, comp- uh compilation or whatever the fuck, I, I mentioned I I liken it to maybe like the later psychopathic uh from our space albums where it's like uh tracks that are uh you know with with different like pairings of people like maybe there's a track that's like 
just Billy Obey and, and Joe Black or uh, Whipstick and Lee Carver, things like that. What if they announced a new artist by having it on, having them on that uh, compilation? I don't. I'm not necessarily saying that I should hope for it, but that would definitely be something to like surprise people because that just comes out of fucking nowhere. yeah. That'd be super cool. Um, I don't know if I expect that, but I think that would be very cool. Yeah. Um, but we know that the that and the uh, Mike Clark, Clark album will be out this year. Um, I did ask them a question um, regarding there's there was a recent interview that Lee Carver did. Uh, with uh, I believe it was Underground Australia, and he w- he gave a lot of information on Venomous Five, where um, basically just talking about how like it started, and then they scrapped a lot of stuff because they wanted to put it in a different direction. So I actually asked them if uh, if you listen to uh, Songs of Samhain two, there are two Venomous Five songs on there, and I was curious if those were from those scrapped sessions, or maybe they were like just kind of like trials for what the new stuff is and they basically said no those were scrapped ones which makes me wonder if the next songs of samhain that comes out later this year because it seems like it's going to be a yearly thing if we're going to get more of those as time goes on because it sounds like twisted will end up using those not uh not Zool. yeah so, i think they said in, in, the, in the most recent tnt they said twisted are going to use some of those tracks and they're going to use some of those tracks so they're not going away forever but they're not going to be on the album right right they are not what Venomous Five is shaping up to be right. What 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 Zool wants them to be, which I think is cool. Like that will get them in the future. I personally would like if they just did a like like a Venomous Five like the OG sessions or something like that. But I kind of get why they don't want to do that. If they they don't want to just put out bullshit or you know if they don't want to make a for like a better term a forgotten freshness style album. Um, like at least if Twisted throws it on stuff in the future, that's kind of cool. But they won't necessarily feel like Venom's five. So uh, we're gonna move on just a little bit. So right after that, actually, we had um, it, it was announced literally fucking last minute, like what this the week before camp. Uh, Twisted was showing up for a fucking meet and greet, and it still blows my mind that Camp Zool is not an event that I would expect Twisted to be at. Like, last last year, as far as MNE acts, like, yes, Axe is technically one of them, but, like, he had Blaze and he had Boondocks. I get that. Blaze is reliable. He'll fucking go to any event that he's asked to do. He fits in everywhere. He does. He does. Um, and Boondocks, I kind of get that, too. Same with him. Yep. Yeah. But thinking of the fact that literally the parent label, MNE... And you have the headlining group at this seemingly very small, like, niche event. Blows my fucking mind. Um, and uh, it was weird to, to see them in, in this kind of capacity, and they were just super nice. It was the cheapest meet and greet for me because I didn't have to spend a dime. Um, I, will, uh, I will take a moment, though. I didn't bring anything for Twisted to sign. I was going to just have them maybe sign my pass. However, someone came clutch for me. Uh, Blade. Hi. Can you speak up for a moment and, and yeah. describe what I had to get signed? So, 
How long ago was it? Maybe like about two years ago? About two plus years ago. Two plus years ago, Mike saw this listing on Mercari for an uh, offer up, actually. Offer up. The worst version. Mm, uh, yeah. Yes. Shout out, Robbie. Uh, I don't work at offer up. Yeah, the worst or version. Or use it. So, for the record, you don't, officially. Yeah. Uh, no, that's facts. That is uh, facts. So, the, 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 the don't fuck Robbie uh, opinion is offer up. Never tried it. <laughs> Anyway, just uh, go the on. The blade of pain is use whatever has what you want, but... Go on. Uh, so Mike tried to buy a CD single from 2001? 2001. 2001. The, the Wrong With Me Black Magic single. Uh, turns out the seller was my brother, uh, <laughs> who is now in the Juggalo Judgment canon, I guess. He's a dick, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I never... I don't... Oh, right, wait. Listen, I, may, I think I may have yeah, said that I was like really pissed off back yeah, then. Yeah, you did. Uh, I remember it because I was laughing about it. And uh, it was my older brother who had forgotten he had an account over the course of whenever he bought it from, uh, when Mike bought it from him. And uh, so he came to Kansas Little 2 this year, and he just so happened to have the CD single with him. And uh, so my older brother ended up getting the CD to Mike because I got it for Mike's birthday for Mike. Yes, and I was so fucking thrilled. And so I had that with me when I got it signed. And they were actually incredibly surprised that they had it, or that I had it, so that, uh, that made me happy. Um, and I got a picture with them, and Madrox looks like he's disappointed in me. Um, so that's, that's something that I'm very excited for. Does anybody else have good experiences with their, their meet and greet with Twisted? Oh, yeah. I got to ask them some burning questions that I wanted to know personally for a long time that I can't really air out, but I was, very, I was very excited about it. It's probably better we don't. I didn't get to ask the, ask him about the raping of moth line. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, Shmeev. Historians gotta know, you know. Uh, that's, don't put that evil on me. That's Shmeev. Oh, weird. historian. Got, oh, sorry. <laughs> you are a historian. Um, I just for the record. No, I, I, I had a good time. I don't know. It was a meet and greet. I, I enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that was followed, so, I mean, followed or alongside the family portrait. We all gathered took a picture. I, I don't think we need to go too heavy nope. into that. No, nope. it's a picture. It looks cool. It it's a very cool picture. Look it up like, online. You'll see it. Yeah. Really hot, dude, it? it was Shout out to uh, In the Pit. They got a lot of fucking shots all weekend. I can't wait to actually see. Yeah, I mean, just from... from Joe from, Christie? Was that who it was? Joe Christie from, yeah, In the Pit. But um, just from being there all weekend, like, there, there, I can already guarantee there's a ton of footage by now. By the time yeah. you're hearing this on YouTube. So if you're curious about any of the stuff we're talking about, it's, it's very much there. There were people documenting all of it. Yep. Um, and then, this was not as much of a surprise as I think it was intended to be, but by but then uh, about 5-ish, five 5.20-ish, the first musical act of the night was Twisted. Fucking Twisted, busting out a 20-minute set. Yeah, I think Blade said 15. Did you, did you have a timer? It was yeah. fucking short, it was weird, and guess what? The, the shit that you could imagine of it was a... All yeah, it, it was it was short and sweet. You had fucking uh, die, motherfucker. They opened die. with murder, 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 murder. die, motherfucker, Which die. I I want to just cut this off and Let's do say it. one thing, say two it. things, maybe seven things. I have one thing, but I'm I'm gonna throw the blade on this. That's your favorite twisted song. Did you yeah. say? Oh, Luke said that. My bad. But it's a uh, <laughs> twisted yeah. came prepared for the show they yeah. were playing. Yeah. In that they opened the scary guys horror show with murder, 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 yep. and it was it was per, it was a a very like old school fan favorite and just like a real horror horror song that yep. was very suited for the event, and I thought that that was very like well done. 
for the record, mine is a very deep cut. It is gravy boats. But oh wow! Appreciate your service. That might be the first time you couldn't I've ever even say that. You, you couldn't even say light and truth. Like fuck all off. All right, all right. <laughs> worst song on the EP. Get the fuck out of here right so, now! I gotta leave anyway. For the record, Blade is hard to win over, but make was, me not blade, always right either. That was the blade what the fuck? You guys like fucking with me. So anyways, right. you got you got murder, murder, murder. You had die, motherfucker, die. You had bags. You had we don't die and uh, raw deal. I believe that's all they were. Yeah, they played, yeah. it was really Which, Raw weird. Deal was the weird one to hear, in my opinion. But it sounds like it. I think uh, Brian, I think you might have said it was. Uh, sounds like a trial run for their uh, their tour that's coming up. The yeah, they're doing. Well, they've been doing all those shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that 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 makes. It seems sense, like they but, truncated that show into but fifteen minutes. Who yeah. was it that said this? It might. I think it might have been uh, Robbie. It might have been you. It might have also been Luke. Mentioned uh, and we we all pointed out how much we fucking hate it when Monoxide. Oh, that was does the goddamn sing songy uh, rapping where he throws off like you're trying to rap along and he's like, no, I'm doing, I'm just making it lazy and sound like it's shit. It's not lazy. That's I just, sound you know, so stage dumb. Player. I like it. Yeah. I would like to go on record and say that I absolutely love when he does that. Yeah, that's shit. my that's my it. shit. I'm I'm because I hate he it. looks like he's so happy. He's having and fun. I will say this: no, if I want to hear it, I want to hear it like Blaze does it, where it's word for word perfectly, no. except for something. I else. like the ad libs. The ad libs are fun. Yeah. I, I will say this though: I I noticed this from like the minute they got on stage that Monoxide just could not stop cheesing. The yeah. entire I, I will agree time. during Murder, Murder, Murder when they did the first kind of point the mic out at the audience yeah. line and everyone was heavy on it he got a real grin like yeah. I, oh we like they really like us child yeah. like which of course everyone here grew up on this right. song but like he I, it surprised him he didn't know what to expect yeah, yeah like they when they did we don't die and they typically cut it it's it's jamie's second verse yeah they drop the they usually drop the vocal he track actually and, started he, he did beat. a part of it where it's typically everybody in the crowd. I there was is it this, the We Unreal part? Yeah, yeah. Set like a seven dollar bill. Yeah, yeah he it always was, cuts it. It was really and, weird. And his, I think that they assumed that like a lot of people there just weren't Juggalos or Twisted fans. Yeah, which was so bizarre because I mean, like we all had just met them, the mm-hmm. VIP, and I'm sure there were a lot of us, myself included, people they've seen for many years. You know, yeah. coming to see their show, so. Yeah, it had that weird moment of like, do they 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 know that like a lot of the people here enjoy them, right? I it, think what it is is more of a like, we don't want to assume anything. Yeah, yeah. We're coming here totally to do our fair. best, and because, hopefully they like. Because us. Yeah. we've, I mean, I know that I've seen some people on online that love AXC but absolutely like hate Twisted, and it's it's still weird. Yeah. Like it's it's almost like they just accept the fact that AXC is on NNE. But at this point, like, I'm not, I, I refuse to be like, oh, AXC should just leave. They should do everything on their own. No, fuck this. We wouldn't have Camsel without this. And well, Twisted and did so something. On that amazing. note, something we forgot to mention was that Zool, in their masks and shirts people had given them at the, at the uh, Q&A that day. So good. Uh, came out and gave a nice speech about how they introduced them. Lee said that is my that was my favorite group. Right, and they Lee made a point like, to say we came from this and and this is our favorite shit. So like. Ladies and gentlemen, twisted. So right. it was a very like bucket list oh. thing for them, and also like the oh, crowd was but there. But real quick, fuck them for this bullshit. <laughs> they fucking 
Yes. There was there was a like a DJ was playing music like the entire time Ugh. in between sets. I think it was like and a Spotify they, playlist. Yeah, okay. Ugh. But the instrumental for Venomous came on and I got so fucking hype. I'm like, oh my god, they're actually doing a Venomous five. Oh, that was on purpose. Set. That wasn't a that wasn't a fuck oh, up. No. Was, because somebody such bullshit. yelled into the microphone and was like, just kidding. Oh, it made and me then, so fucking oh. mad. Yes. So fucking mad. But the way they played it off was like they stopped the house music and then did that. Yes, that was yeah. even that worse. That was the fucked up part. That was even worse. Because I got really excited. Yeah, yeah same. Absolutely same. I would have lost my fucking mind, just yelled the goddamn chorus. But So yeah, Twisted, in and out, short and sweet. It was the, literally the shortest Twisted set I've ever seen. It was shorter than the shit they did at Warped Tour. But it was it was literally a greatest hits, and it was fun. Like, it was a cool seal of approval. Like yeah. we are passing the torch to these guys, yeah. and we are really glad to be invited to this. And like, invited, we're glad we're guys. glad that we showed up. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, I think they they genuinely are like happy to be involved. Yeah, definitely. yeah, I, I I totally agree. And I mean, they both said they didn't want to overshadow. Well, I know Minox said they didn't want to stream. Said that he didn't want to overshadow Zul's big event. So yeah, mm. it was a cool. It was like a nice little nod of. This is pretty awesome. I'm yeah, proud of you guys. Honestly, if they wanted to, they could be like, uh, yeah, we'll come, but we're going to headline. headline. Yeah, absolutely. And no, like, fuck that. If they if they would have headlined, you know, night one, okay, fine. Like, I would have taken them over the new third. Anyways, let's move on. I'm not going to speak out of turn. I feel like that would have attracted the wrong crowd. Well, and I think not the reason that they announced it, that, that they were even going to be on the grounds two weeks or so two before. Weeks, two weeks before. Was because tickets were already sold, people had booked. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think I'm agreeing with you in that I think that they would have drawn a different element if it was night one twisted. It becomes a different event a little bit. Yeah, and possibly. I think they didn't want that to happen. They wanted it to be cancelable. Right. And who was next? V Sinister. Okay, I'm going to preface this. When this comes out, this this episode will come out literally the week before the V Sinister hunting season episode that we have already recorded. It's already done. I'm going to put a preface at the beginning of that episode, too. Please. I'm going to preface listen, Mike's premise. No, say. stop. Stop <laughs> it. Stop. If you, no, shut the fuck up. If you listen to that episode, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm going, to, I'm going to put an intro in there as well. Please do not judge V Sinister by our review. Because I'm going to state this. I, we, we were, we're, we're fucking harsh on it. We really are. I'm not going to fucking, like give you no bullshit and i saw i didn't see the entirety of v-sister said i saw like the lat the, the latter two-thirds of it and i enjoyed it i genuinely think that he was giving it his all and i spoke with him after told him about the podcast told him about the episode and everything and i said listen i don't want to judge you for that one uh that one project because he said right there like as soon as i mentioned it he gave like the oh man really like and i'm like i know you're not proud of it but i want to give you a genuine shot with something that you are happy with and whatever and i bought some of his music i haven't gotten to listen to it yet obviously i'm still you know here but i'm going to do so i think that the sensor was a very nice guy so just just be easy whenever that episode comes out please and for someone who's not a member of the uh, juggle of judgment army if that's what they're called <laughs> um, i will say that uh v sinister is a legend and 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 his he's, he's got good material his set was very good and i i, I say uh, salute to v sinister but also um 
he really, I never made a podcast where I said his album wasn't good. I'm saying he that. Really, <laughs> he really does love the nursery rhyme style. I'm just going to say that. You'll know about that when you hear that other episode that isn't out yet. I'm sure. And moving on, who's next? <laughs> then was my guys, Sky Swamp Orange. Um, they'd been... Ooh. I want to do a, do a little... Let's paint with colors for a second. Um... Sky Swamp Orange have, were on the ground. So they got a lot of their current fan base, I would say, by playing two specific shows last year, 2021. Uh, Nasty Bash, Nasty Inks show, and Camp Zool 1. And they had had material out to that point that was kind of not maybe what they were aiming towards, but it was them figuring out what they were doing. And they just released their most recent album, Odium, or their first full-length album. And... Um, and it is the sound that they've been, you know, kind of careening towards it's over time. Fucking sick. And and they were on the grounds the whole time, drinking beers, having a good time, and like being as much of fans of it as anyone else. And I've been listening to that album since it dropped, and their set was head and shoulders above what I expected from it. As as a big fan of theirs, I was not prepared for how good they were live. Like um, the set ended with Stray. And uh, Ronnie, I want to say, if I got that wrong, please uh, message me on Instagram and yell at me. But um, them both jumping in the crowd, Ronnie with a guitar, and uh, oh, like he was like he was like almost crip walking through it all, and like, like getting pushed around and stuff in the pit with a guitar on and like not missing flawless. A, a riff. Yeah, fucking flawless. Uh, really, really, really good. And I, I can't say enough nice things about those guys. Stray is a fucking star. Uh, that guy in any scene can walk in and, and, and has charisma and talent and like the whole band is very, very good. So I check will, it out. And I will say like the, the, the mixing that they had at the time, like or during the show, the instrumentation sounded clean as fuck. Like I could, I could tell everything. Also the, the, um, the one, uh, member who had the, the scream vocals, Novels. so fucking good. Like, I'm watching it, and he's doing it effortlessly. I wish I could do that shit. But, like, they sounded great. They fucking commanded that crowd. Yeah. Like, they... they Stage presence has been, like, a consistent thing this entire fucking weekend. And they they did not disappoint. Like... Outside of Twisted, that was the first time of the weekend where I was like, this crowd is here for this yeah. as fuck right now. Like, 100%. Lady leaving? Yeah, I was gonna pause the podcast. We're it's all good. Pause. I paused the podcast, sorry. Yeah, you fucked it I'm up. I'm heading out. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm going to go they're, shower. They're a little baboo and they have to sleep. Yeah, I'm in a different hotel also. Like, I'm 10 okay. minutes away. So, Real quick. for the record. No, it's fair. Before you leave, I want, and, and we'll talk about it on our own. Well, I, I just want to hear, what was your, your favorite uh, performance of the weekend? What was your favorite and moment? least favorite performance. Yeah, My favorite please. performance was a super famous fun time, guys. 100%. Okay. Uh, we're we're going to get all into that soon. Really yeah. fucking badly. Say everything uh, you think about it right now, and we'll edit it in later. And by that, oh, I mean cool, we'll play you. it exactly. I'm not going to edit shit. I love fun time, guys, besides the fact that Whip forgot some lines or something because he made some like weird noises for like a whole verse. This scattering <laughs> thing was cool. It was very cool. I loved it, and I enjoyed it. I thought I was like losing my hearing for a second but everybody confirmed they heard the weird verse and i was like okay cool uh and then my least favorite set of the night was you don't actually have to say that right, i just thought cool. it was a fun setup no yeah. it's okay um be sinister but also um, <laughs> Did you i wasn't it? saying the night i was no, saying I in general <laughs> okay. 
Oh, in I was, general? I was saying in general, like, what was your favorite, what was your favorite performance of the entire weekend? Oh, the AXE one. I okay. cried, dude. That's, what? Yeah. AXE. I don't think they prefer to be... I, I know. I, I fuck it up, oh. too. AXE. So it's... I cried. Uh, I wanted to get into a long speech about how much it meant to me that we're all here together and I love you guys, but, like, I want to go shower. I'll tell you tomorrow at Waffle House. We'll try, we'll, we'll try to sell it. You know, it's we'll, okay. We'll, you, you can record cool. a PS. It'll, right. it'll play after it's, this recording. Yeah. Blade talking into the phone directly about yeah, about yeah. I love you guys. Yeah, the family. All right, we're gonna pause and give hugs. Whatever. I'm not pausing I shit. This is well, this is a love yeah, fest right here. I don't give a morning. fuck. This is gonna sound so shitty. Uh, we're just leaving I'm it. We're just leaving, leaving it. Get out of here. Absolutely. All right, now you gotta leave so we can keep talking. Get the fuck out <laughs> yeah. of my awesome of sweet hotel. Get the fuck out of my office. Get the fuck out of here. But yeah, uh, the two things. Blade says, check it out for Super Famous Fun Time Guys and AXE. Yeah. Uh, yes. Real. Yep. Anything to not check out. Um, Don't check out of your hotel late because you might get a fine. Yeah. All right, yeah, see you later. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't speed or you'll yeah, get a ticket like me. Ohio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that too. <laughs> Bye, Blade. Bye. Bye, guys. See you in the morning. Bye. Be safe. Oh, check out Slasher Dave. Check oh, out yeah. Slasher Dave. Slasher Dave. There we go. All right. After Sky Swamp Orange, uh, Donnie Menace took the stage from LSP. Yes. Uh, second time, second day he had been on stage. He was there the whole festival as well from yes. day one forward. Uh, really good set. I mean, a, a variety of stuff from new singles and stuff that's unreleased as of yet and stuff from albums he's got out. Really, really good. He's great at rapping. Listen to him. Yeah. I uh, I was super impressed. Like, um, rapped incredibly, like, clear. Um, that was something that I was also very happy about is like people not fucking mumbling into the goddamn microphones, especially like there was not every song that he did, but a lot of it was like more, I don't want to say chopping, but more like rapid fire with, you have to have like good enunciation. Yeah. Quick and, I, and, 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 and well enunciated. Yeah. Sure. I could hear it like very well. So. I was very excited. I did cop the three CDs that he had there, especially because one of <laughs> No, because hold up. The most recent one that he had was from 2017, which is annoying because clearly he needs to release a new yes. album. But one of the albums that they had there, if you look on his site, said sold out. And I'm like, well, if I don't fucking buy it here, I won't get it. So that was that's a thing that happened. I'll have you know, a lot of the artists that I saw this week, I bought a lot of fucking music. I think I have like 24 CDs that I have in right the hotel now. right now, like in in the hotel. So whenever I get home, I have a lot of fucking album ripping to do, and I'm probably just gonna have to make its own playlist of all of that shit. For the next 24 weeks, mic check has to be you every hour. Here, here, I agree to that. Hey, 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 Robbie. Yeah. Fuck you. What's next? <laughs> uh, next up was Straight Jacket. I thought he was good. He's good. I did not see Straight Jacket at all. No. I felt. I actually. That was the one. That the first said that I didn't see anything of and I don't remember why. I genuinely oh, feel I know, bad. I know why for me because Sky Swamp Orange was fucking incredible and I love Donnie Menace. I've seen him a lot in Los Angeles when I was living out there. So like all of my energy was pretty much zapped between Spent that. On them. Twisted. It just like we had already, it felt like we had already lived an entire day by the time Twisted came off the stage. Yeah. So when... Uh, Sky Swamp. I didn't really stay too much for uh, V Sinister. I did get to see some of his set, but um, yeah, I completely felt fucking zapped by the time Donnie Menace ended. So, unfortunately, I actually did not get to see Straight Jacket, but 
I think between sets uh, A and B, the, between the, the one that's coming up next, uh, which I don't know why I'm, this, this sketch has been out for months or yeah. weeks. Yeah, this fucking um, but, uh, but but fams followed, fams and the hooligans followed Straight Jacket, and I think a lot of people were getting themselves prepared for the, the assault that that was going to be. Yeah. I.e. me. It, it, yeah. it, it Very seems, much me. It seems like a lot, like a number of, like they they knew how to make this fucking schedule. Yes. Like we we know like how to build a fucking show. But like I will say, it was kind of criminal to have twisted on and then be sinister because so many fucking people dipped. It was so hot in there by that. Oh, time. it was. I I, yeah. I fully agree. But like I felt bad that like the crowd that was still there for be sinister, there was maybe a dozen people. Like there were Everyone not a lot of people. Just crowd. left. Exactly, but. Everybody was getting really prepared for what, what SSO was that day, correct? No, oh yeah, SSO. Yeah, so, and then, yeah. so they came back for that, and then and then kind of like trickled more and more people in. like trickled in. But fans, I think, from that point, really, did, if if you weren't there for that, you were barely there for everything else. Pretty much something I've been saying a bunch uh, all weekend that's really hit me hard is that like this is its own scene yeah. that has grown its own stars in the last couple of years and fams and the hooligans are some of its biggest i would say they're yes. one of the the premier bands of this little yes. corner of the underground scene and i and 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 people were you could tell people were fucking ready for them especially coming like what a week off of white trash pope or wtp coming out yeah and like um yeah i mean like the, like you could really, really tell who, like, the, the, the Zooligan crowd or the people were yeah. ready for. And, like, FAMS was one of, I'd say, the top three to five artists of the week that people were fucking ready I, for. I, I 100% agree. And, I, and they yeah. delivered hard. Something that, that needs to be said when you said about, like, this scene. This is not the Juggalo scene. It, it may have started from that, but it is, it's kind of adjacent but entirely its own thing at this point. It's a different you can, generation. Yeah, it's it's a different generation, but you could definitely listen to a lot of these acts and never listen to an ICP oh, or, or a Twisted. I mean, yeah, Twisted was there for this, but like I could I wouldn't fucking put a six like six degrees of separation of ICP and fans. Like it's very yeah. difficult to do that because they're they're their own beasts and it's it's very hard. Like this is well, why fans has hatchet man tattoos and stuff like. Yeah, because he that, was a juggalo. They don't make that. Or they, you can be a juggalo and not make juggalo music. They still That's the thing. are juggalos. It's just that it doesn't ever. The problem with this, well, not with this, but the problem in general when it comes to the juggalo thing is people feel like they need to do the whoop whoops yeah. in the family and have, and have to label it and, and it to, doesn't need it that it doesn't have to and that's what I like because I noticed this last year and I when I, I I know I'm jumping way ahead but like leaving Camp Soul last year was a very refreshing feeling mm. and be, it was because of that like it didn't feel like it had to wear a uniform it didn't have to do to check all the blocks of you know like oh like People, everybody wearing a hatchet man, you mm. know, piece of piece of merchandise, or you know, 
everybody having to say, what's going on, Juggalos? And, like, making sure that they're checking all the, like, comments and phrases yeah. that people everybody... People like people in this scene because they're good at music. Yes. Exactly. And because they they're, appreciate each they other. Either it's not because they're juggaloing enough. Exactly. Yeah. They either are or they were Juggalos. It doesn't matter. And it's, like, it's cool to see, like, not everybody has face paint. No, I does. saw. I you saw know? two Twisted people. Face paint. Blaze exactly. had face paint. ABK no, had face as paint. Far, no, not as far as like people that weren't artists. I saw two people this entire weekend exactly. that had artist or that had face paint, and one of them was Samson had face. Yeah, paint. with the, the, the <laughs> oh, black well, across the yeah. eyes. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I I wouldn't tell that though. I mean, in a yeah. in a similar vein of what you were saying of like not having to yeah. label it all juggalo. Back whenever I was starting to listen to like Juggalo music, like straight up, when labeling stuff on iTunes for genre, I literally called it Juggalo music. Okay. And then it started to get like blurred of what it all is. And now Absolutely. for me, everything that is from these kinds of artists, it's underground. Yes. They're, they're, I no longer will label it as Juggalo. It's all underground because I can't just say that this is a rap artist or this is a rock artist because the, the genres are blending so much. Everything but you're not blending. hearing these people on the radio. So what the fuck is the point of trying to do that? I put underground because I know what the fuck it is. If I play my underground playlist or my, the, my uh, list of songs that are the Juggalo or sorry, the underground genre, I know what the fuck is going to come up. A goddamn clusterfuck of all of this mm. stuff. Labeling it Juggalo is pointless. It is underground music, and a lot of it now has become so refined of what it can be because now you're getting better production, okay? Even by people who, you know, with the technology these days, anybody can make a fucking song, okay? So incredible production from people. It's far more focusing on lyricism these days, you know? It's seeing all that and then tying it up with incredible theatrics which fams having a bit of the issues with it again for me personally really quick before we get into that go on i want to say that i think a big thing that's important about this is that they are not now being called the zooligan groups or bands like fams is not like a zooligan band right. and st louis is like a juggalo yeah. these are just their, their own individual yeah. acts that come together and share a lot of fans yes. and and make their own yeah. completely independent music but work together a lot. yes yeah anyway go on i didn't i just wanted to no 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 that's that's totally fair and, and totally worth mentioning like you'll have the people who are constantly like think about uh think about like okay your gatherings how many artists were juggalo adjacent and constantly at gatherings? You're yes. always having the people who are from Suburban Noise, constantly having people from Strange Music, and then some of the like smaller but still fairly well-known ones. With this, it seems like anybody who is underground doesn't have to be tied to, to one of those groups. Yeah. Could be there as long as they, you know, want to put in the fucking work right. and have the support to do so. And I'm gonna say this without shitting on anyone. You really said a mouthful when you said putting in the fucking work because the mm -hmm. people that went off as, yes. as artists and bands yes. made a difference with the crowd versus people who showed up with a history with the audience. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. Yeah, and, and, I, and I totally agree. Like Most of the artists who were here, I was not familiar with, and I'm leaving this event ready and willing to check out so many new artists because of the connection that they had between stage and crowd. Okay. These people were not here for an easy payday. These people were not here just as something to do. They were here to make a mark. Plain and simple. You made a mark out of me. 
Fucking dork. Speaking of things that made me a mark, uh, we should really fly through the rest of this oh. as much as we can. But the but the the uh, a highlight I would say yes. of fam set is that um, everyone knows that knows fams and the hooligans and knows super famous. The song Ford Tempo. It's a big fan favorite. Yep, they from, played from it. the two. Yeah, from the two. It's uh, Fams and the Hooligans featuring super famous fun time guys, and they played it, and and it was kind of like, a, ooh, uh, you know, super famous is headlining tonight. Are they going to come out and do their verse? And they didn't. <laughs> Whipstick ran to the front yeah, of the pit and was just like in. marking out for the song. And I was like, oh, I guess they're just, you know, yeah. he's happy to hear guess it. They're not going to do it. And then they played another played song, three more songs, maybe. Yeah, at least at least one. And more. then ended their set with it. with super famous coming yeah, out and doing their verses. The the the. The song, the instrumental for Four Tempo came on a second time, and and we thought like, oh, is it is the track fucked up or whatever? And then no, fucking Super Famous came up there, and they did the the hook, and immediately did their verse, and people fucking went off. That was honestly the first, I think, really big sing along, like sing-along. well, besides like gang related or something like that. With well, ABK yeah, or like, twisted songs, but like in the the newer artists, yes. That's a good realm. way to, to, to describe yeah. it. The yeah. new artists. Okay. The, Not the, the people people have been listening to for 20 the years. The young blood. Yeah. Right. Okay. That was the first really big sing along. Major Every sing-along. fucking person yeah. in the room was going off. It was so fucking great. I literally, like, that song came on for me recently, and then I would play it like five times on repeat because I fucking love it so goddamn much. And then Buckshot played. Buckshot. Buckshot. I love Buckshot. Buckshot's my dude. He did a lot of his, um, a number of his solo tracks, but a good deal of his stuff was um, verses from Cabal, verses from UGA. He did do my favorite song um, of his, which is No Belong from Weirdo, uh, which samples um, Radiohead. Great. Yeah. Um, he, uh, I-, I will say that, like, Buckshot does know what to say to a crowd to get the reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, say Camp Zool. You know, was up Zooligans and everything, but like he was at the last Camp Zool too. Yeah, and he he, he mentioned he mentioned about how like that was when he had his torn meniscus and was fucked up. But like, hey, he I I enjoy Buckshot a lot. I'm glad I got to see him again because I haven't seen him in four years, um, and I got to chat with him a little bit later on in the evening, which was very very cool. But um, it was really cool to see Buckshot again. And I hey, if the, he comes back to Camp Zool three, I'm all for it. So. I'm I'm definitely excited for that. I also did get to hear a, a little bit of info, which I'll fucking get uh, leaked at this point. But um, he he's hinted about the his project with the Zerkers, um, which uh, confirmed is uh, he and Mr. Gray. Which you know, edit this out if it doesn't get announced by them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I don't give a fuck. That. I don't give. I a don't want to get into it too much because because um, I didn't hear the track. Did you did you hear the track? Right? I heard uh, I heard Buck's part of it, and it was. Sounded good. Fucking, yeah, and and Gray was on the chorus. It sounds so good. Um, and there's another. I'm not gonna say it, but there's a project coming out next year that a lot of people are gonna be excited about. So just pay attention to Buckshot. Love to hear it going on. And then the headliners for the night: super famous fun time guys. Fucking garbage. Yeah. Get them out of here. Mister Eight Legs, <laughs> Jacob and Ed, my favorite band right now. Um, Twisted is my favorite band of all time. Super famous fun time guys is my favorite band. Mm-hmm. Going, I will say. Yep. Uh, Blade, I think, also was hinting it. Like, you know, that was the highlight, or one of the main highlights for them. Um, uh, this this, this Long Live Evil thing is a really uh, cool, cool thing, big deal to me. And, and, and 
this is a weird way to put it, but these comparisons get made either way, so whatever. But like, Twisted is my favorite band of all time. Um, but ICP were the label owners or yeah. whatever. Zool is, you make the comparison in your head. I'm not yeah. here to explain it. Uh, I love those guys. They do everything perfect. Uh, they write such big, catchy pop songs that the uh, audience can't get enough of that shit. Singing along is beyond fucking anything you could imagine. Um, yeah, just uh, really excited to hear them get such a good reaction. They played a mix of deep cuts and big pop songs. They yelled at each other. Yeah, uh, they songs. got Lee to come out and do Crawl Space as Crawl Dad. <sighs> So um, goddamn. Donnie good. Menace came out for your wife's a hoe. Uh, just, I mean, yeah, I I don't have like specific things to say besides it was fucking great. Uh, super hyped that we got to hear Captain Cocaine because <laughs> holy shit! If you don't know that one, it's on Super Dudes Kerning the Tunes. I'll never see Jungle Boy the same. It's yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, and uh, and ending with uh, positive. Yeah, um, that's a good closer. Which oh, it's a fantastic that's closer. A good closer. Um, and that is that is the song. Like I had already bought like uh, that album, the album that's on the positive the final track. And I remember like listening to that album and, and thinking, okay, these guys aren't aren't that bad. Like I, I could listen to them more. And then positive coming on, positive is my favorite song by them by far. Um, it like that takes every box for me <laughs> um, as far as songs that sound very very happy and fun, and they're actually not when you listen to the lyrics. That's and, like the thing that 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 Whipstick prides he, them, he loves them, that shit. the group on the most like that's his favorite shit is yep. the really happy friendly songs that are really dark that's like he's always aiming for that it's their bread and, and butter and and they're doing very very good at it yes it's really funny that you guys say that because like super famous fun time guys for me is something very different than what they are for other people because i i got when i went to Campsville last year um i got to tell but I got to talk to Whipstick for a second before I left, and it was really cool. This was, like, the closing conversation I had before the whole thing ended, um, that during quarantine, during the whole COVID thing, my anxiety went off the rails, like, completely off the rails to the point where I was put on meds for a while, and I was, you know, uh, kind of forced to see a counselor because of work and everything. But the out of everything that I listened to, their music would just kind of bring me down and not in a bad way it would settle my anxiety down to like it's not bring you not down bring, like depressed yeah, it, yeah, would, yeah. It, it would ground it would you settle me it would ground me and it kind of because of that it was like upbeat music mm -hmm. with these terrible like yeah like oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna kill myself that's great yeah <laughs> yeah wonder everything's wonderful and then everyone cheers and everyone claps <laughs> and cheers and sings along so um, I, it, their music has like that weird, I don't, I don't want to use the word trigger. And I think that's what I said before. I don't want to use, I don't like using that word, but like it kind of pings weird moments for me. So it, like it scratches a certain itch that does. reminds you yeah. of. So everybody's yeah. dancing and, you know, pretending to snort lines of cocaine and I'm in the corner trying not to fucking cry the entire time. Like, Oh God, like, okay, I love this, but God damn it. it mm -hmm. It's crazy of like all of the music that I listened to that these guys just came out of nowhere. And I don't even remember how I even started listening to them, but seeing them last year and like they had two sets last year, they were incredible, but I definitely noticed like for me personally, 
their stage presence last year compared to this one, it's not that they weren't good. It's just they they seemed so more so much more confident and like just like in their element and just I don't know. It just they definitely leveled up for me. Like and that Camp Zool was only the first one's only like seven six, months, yeah, six, seven months. Yeah. No. So like to see how much they've they've come up since then, it yeah. I had a fucking awesome time. That was one of my favorite sets for the whole weekend, for sure. Yeah, same. Huge, huge same. 100%. Yes. And that was... Well, then then there was after-party stuff. Yeah, after-party. So there, there was karaoke and... Uh, movie night. Movie night. They played um, all the... Um, all the sleep sleepaway camps. Sleepaway camps. Someone said all of them. I think I only was. I think there's only three of them. Yeah, I so. think. But they they played at least the first one. I don't, I didn't see much. No. Of the movies, there was karaoke. Um, me and Mike each did a song. Yeah, karaoke was okay. Um, so there was I had a great woman, time. There was this one woman who kept fucking singing like every other song. She kept going up. I don't remember who it was. I think it was one of the the one of the scare actors. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, was it that her? That woman works there. So last year oh, she did okay. that too. So I so yeah great memory jogger so right after super famous i was outside talking to a friend of mine can't speak for your show or how you feel about him but luke the goon good enough guy by me i don't i'm not here to form any opinions oh no i luke is dope well listen i'm not here to speak for you but i think (laughs) uh and we we noticed that they were shooting shotguns in the air and saying everyone come here we're gonna forgot about this yeah and and so they they led this. us all to to seats and a gallows and they uh, had did like basically a stunt show with the scare actors and like hung a witch and then um, she was dead and then an, <laughs> an older woman came out of the crowd and resurrected her as her you know witch brethren or whatever it was a very well done show very cool. And uh, that was the the older witch lady in that sketch or whatever was the lady that did Enter Sandman by Metallica yes. and did some like straight up like Slasher Dave witch laughs during the, she, listen, the breaks and stuff. She was amazing. She was fucking awesome. She had her set. She had a huge septum ring mm-hmm. pier- like piercing in. She had like a shirt. It was like too fucked to drunk or something like that. Really? Oh, oh yeah, that um, woman. I can't remember what it was. It was like well, then something. She was walking around. I'm fuck as high. That yeah. I'm there fuck you go. As high. And she was walking around all day today with a mob style shirt on. So I don't know if she, she learned about this stuff last year or if she already was familiar or what. But bought the fucking shirt. Yeah, she was. Day. She was happy to be there for every reason. Right. A lot of people from Terratown and they everybody there was absolutely incredible this year and last year. Can't they, speak enough about. I, no. Yeah. Oh, they were fantastic. I gave fantastic. No joke. Tonight, like whenever we were living, I got my final like water and uh, fago. I gave the woman a fifteen dollar tip. Yeah. I was like, I wish I would have. I, I, I was, and I was doing. I, yeah. I, like, every time I char, I, I gave a little tip on the thing, but I was making like, it rain in that tip jar. I literally was yeah, like, please same. keep, please keep the rest. It was like fifteen bucks. I was like, please keep it. You guys have been fantastic all weekend. Thank you so much. And they they were having a great time. Yeah. Like they were bobbing their heads so i went and got a beer during blaze and and the bartender was bobbing her Dancing head super around. hard and yeah. psyched on it like it was it was absolutely I think great a lot of them carried over because it wasn't that long ago i think a lot of them yeah. became maybe fans of some of these people. potentially yeah. yeah so that's hard thing awesome. to see happen at your workplace and not be like i should look into it yeah yeah so that's that's that the was, end of, that was saturday yeah we went home and ate mcdonald's again again every every <laughs> night mcdonald's except for tonight gas station food Today is um, Sunday. Sunday, 
June fifth opened with the uh, LLE meet and greet, so which was meant to be two and a half hours long. Started at twelve o'clock and was meant to end at two thirty. It went nearly four hours because they they signed everyone. They waited for everyone to get through, and they didn't like. It wasn't a like, go in there, sign a thing, take a picture, snack on your ass, and you go. They were having like some short conversations with people, which was awesome. We were we were among some of the last people to get in there, and. like, it was nice to just talk to people in line, too. Like, I was talking to that the guy I was talking to the whole time. That mm-hmm. was the person I told you about before. That was Troll. Yeah, yeah. Um, Troll, cool dude. We're chatting a lot about stuff back home because he lives, like, Seems 20 like minutes away from me. He's met wrestlers. He's He is connected. Like, he sees, <laughs> well, he works at an airport, so he sees everybody. Yeah. But um, when we got in there, it was just a really cool setting. Um, and by cool, I mean it was actually much cooler than it was outside. <laughs> so they, so the... To tie the loop, they did the signing in the same church building as the first night where the blood was at. This time, blood-free, uh, Sharpies replaced blood and, <laughs> and photos. No drippage. No drippage. No, yeah, not from the ceilings. Not from the So, yeah. <laughs> they can't was, speak on. <laughs> it, was, it was nice to, to see them, you know, in just, like, a chill context. Um, they were very, they were all very nice. Um, they started to have a um, uh, essentially a food fight with uh, zebra cakes between uh, AXC and uh, Super Famous. I'll say if night one was like music video, music Zool, mm-hmm. this was Meet comedy Zool. was yeah. TNT Zool. They, yeah. and, and yes. this is one of the things that I like about them so much is they just seem like normal, like chill they were silly. guys. They were being and silly. They were the whole silly, time. Yeah. and it's just fun to witness. Um, but, like, that was when I really started to, like, take in a lot of the stuff and be like, listen, I'm so appreciative of this weekend. They've been so welcoming and all this shit. Like, I've, I've never gone to any kind of festival like this. Yes, I'm a terrible juggalo. I've never gone to the gathering. <laughs> but, like, this, they have made this a thing. And I, I couldn't not tell them that. Like, I'm sure a lot of people have been saying it to them all fucking weekend. I couldn't find what? the words. I just said, but, thanks for everything. But, but guess what? <laughs> I'm going to fucking tell you again. Deal with it, you fuckers. <laughs> like, but yeah, I don't know if there's if there's anything more to say about the meet and greet or whatever, but. It was great. It was just, a, it was a nice face-to-face. Yeah, for they real. Were, they were silly boys and I had a nice time. And then I, I did other shit for the next, no, actually, I was going to say I, I skipped the next three artists. That's not true at all. Same. We were in line for the meet and greet. So we, we did not see DBST, yeah, that's Jay true. Villain, or so Stack long. Styles. Yeah, yeah they, we missed all of them. Because they yep. did not, because, again, the meet and greet was supposed to be two and a half hours. They stayed for everybody who was in line. They waited, and, 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 and uh, not even need to compare it to anything else, but I just want to say that uh, I felt like it was slow mm-hmm. getting us in there. Yeah. And, it was, and that's because they took because they took their s- time. serious time with each individual yep. person, and and that 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 means a million. That's things. why whenever I was talking, I mentioned something to Lee about Magic the Gathering, and Joe's like, "Lee, shut the fuck up, we're working." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they they like a running a running video of that entire four hour meet and greet would probably be extremely entertaining. It'd be so fun. To was, I would watch it. Yeah, I'd yes. watch. I don't give a fuck. And then we went back and 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 saw music, and the first person we saw for the day was Diabolic. The monster, oh. uh, Shark Head Entertainment, formerly LSP, formerly AXE, formerly Maniacs. Uh, Diabolic is is another like underrated legend in this little scene. Like from like, if, if we went to Camp Zool with Day Zero, 
he was in this world from day negative one or something. I mean, like, and for those who don't know, um, before Al Azulilu, there was a group called Maniacs mm -hmm. featuring uh, Holy Horror, who later became Joe Black, uh, Maniac, Ma uh, Mr. Maniac, or something. I'm, I'm fucking this one up, but that was Bill's name, and Diabolic was the third member. And, um, and he briefly joined the group again in, in 2016. I think they recorded some stuff that was never released, left the group, and so um, really cool to see him on their day of the festival, basically. Uh -huh. And he tore it up. He he like he was fucking excellent. Um, did a bunch of good ass rapping. Um, good ass rapping. <laughs> very energetic. Very. Um, I don't know. He was one of the artists that like. It didn't feel like he had to force people to like put their arms up, right? Yeah, yeah. Bob their heads, like it. Yeah, he was fucking fantastic. He's by far one of my favorite people this weekend. Um, yeah, no, I was pretty happy we made it in time to see him because I would have been bummed if we would have been still in line. Not that I the meet greet was fucking awesome, but I was very excited to see that ball. It oh, timed out where I could. You, yeah. you know, you know why you missed a bit of it. Why is that? Because immediately after the meet and greet, we went to the Emporium. We did spend money again. <laughs> I don't want to document that because I'm already sad even thinking about those numbers That's right now. That's why we missed a little bit of it. And then I went back and forth a little bit more. I did catch uh, the last couple songs of Diabolic. I would definitely go ahead and, and give him a shot. I don't know if he has physical albums on his site or not. I, there's I any way to acquire anything. I don't think he does currently. Uh, he's it, he's been doing check. weekly... Um, Monster Mondays, I think is what he's calling it, because he's Diabolic the Monster. Um, new singles, most Mondays or Tuesdays on YouTube. Check out uh, Shrunken Head Entertainment, too. Okay. Yeah, Rosakel and all the people. Yep. Like uh, He's part of that scene, and that there, that label, rather. And um, his album's Gator Boy, and The Monster is what I always call it, but I, I, I think it might have a more specific name. I can't remember. Two albums he put out on LSP a handful of years ago. Um, but it's all, it's all great. I'll have to check it out. I, I would definitely do so. And speaking of uh, homebred, uh, you know, boys built from the, the soil of the Zool world, uh, S.O.N. followed Diabolic uh, Legion, took over the building, really. I mean, it was it was a big, it was as big a reaction as almost anyone had gotten all week, I feel like. Yeah. Like, S.O.N., yeah tore that place to shreds and and it was fucking awesome like i ended the set with everyone on stage or yeah as many yeah, people as could fit yeah. on stage just screaming mm -hmm. to the chorus and holding up their triangles. pyramids yep. triangles whatever, whatever. That, yep. like it was just like for a for a midday act um pretty fucking cool I, yeah. I will say too um i i wasn't like in the well i wasn't fully in the crowd i was like i, I whenever i came in that had he had the biggest crowd of the day prior to the final three acts. Yeah. Um, because then it, it, it dipped a little bit, but yeah, he, he had a huge crowd for him compared to most of the other people that day. Um, today. Um, the, there was the one person though who was going through the crowd. I did like it. Like I looked you in the face. You there were cloaked. He brought out all these like cloaked. What would you call them? Like what do you call it? Like, the druids. Druids. Yeah. yeah, druids. And there was one in the crowd. The bloody chalice was yep. a theme. This 
yeah, this and, weekend. And and what you you got a oh, uh, I very much embraced that shit. I did too. Yeah, I, I, I got it was the, so fucking blasphemous. I yep. yeah, it was, it was you got a you got a, a it was cross, a sign of the cross, cross on the forehead. It was and, like yep. And me, I was wearing a hat and also slowly backed away and turned my head the other Your way so face, you couldn't do it. I was the happy grinning yes please child. I turn around and you look mortified. You're like <laughs> fucking no, and I was like oh yeah no I'm yes please just. Oh, Hello, stranger. Put your hand on my in, face. I don't care. In, a, in real quick, in any situation, yeah, real quick, exactly. Real quick, in a similar vein, we also need to jump back real, real quick to uh, fans. What do they give everybody at the very end oh, of the show? Right. Yeah, they had little um, communion, communion yeah. like packs, yeah, bundle packs, like a, tiny Eucharist and uh, and and wine. It looked like a tiny um, what's it called? The sand, the hourglass. Yeah, it looks sand. like an hourglass. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's separated of one half of it is is. The blood of a, Christ. A very tiny, yeah, like a wafer. Bit of bit of altar wine and, and basically some Eucharist. It was very interesting. With the twenty six on it. Yeah, yep. with the twenty six. Um, but yeah, S O N had had very interesting iconography about them. Also, didn't realize that um, the, the the very uh, small girl who was fucking people up oh, in the she goddamn was pit. Fucking she awesome. was up there with him she was his hype man okay yeah and she was fucking great like yeah shout out to her i believe that's tiffany i don't want to say is, that's it that's a, uh we'll run with it that's a, that's a, i think shout out to you tiffers you fucking threw down she last year this year fucking, fucking people up and pit like people that were like four times her size she's taking them on fuck it but um yeah that's that like so all the all the shenanigans they talked about in the back with the with the crosses and looks in the eyes and turning heads, I didn't see any of that because I was just getting closer and closer as it yeah. progressed and screaming along to the choruses and getting pulled on stage and it was it was a very 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 checked a lot of boxes set for me. It was very good, <laughs> pretty fucking energetic. It was great having Diabolic and S O N back to back because that energy just carried. Yeah, and for people that don't know, um, Billy Obey from Zool produced like the vast vast majority of son's uh record current record granite's eyes and he also used to rap as scrub king and is featured on multiple songs on psycho volume one so uh someone who's been around for a long time but like um if you don't know now you know check it out do so don't buy he doesn't have cds available currently just download it and burn yourself a cd if you care about (laughs) cds that much america grow up (laughs) <laughs> Listen to S-O-N, whether or not it's on your preferred format. Who's next? Next, we have DJ Swamp. He played, like, Twisted Songs. Eminem. And Eminem yeah. and, like, stuff, you know, a DJ set. It was a DJ set. We were outside for that. You yeah. know what? It was <laughs> we one could of the, hear it. It was one of those situations that, like, it just, the, it sounded like the house music. Yeah, yeah. Never it was a soundtrack. Stopped. But there was yeah, occasionally, yeah. like, scratching oh, during I it. I didn't even hear that. I just heard Eminem. I was like, oh, somebody went off of the Spotify play the random. Dark oh, yeah, the no, Dark Lotus playlist. Yeah, the Dark Lotus radio that they've yeah. been playing all year. Shush, this 3 a.m. is horrorcore. <laughs> it's fine. It fits in there. Oh, I don't mean that. I just mean that everything, for the most part, during the day was, like, Twisted or Dark Lotus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, it was a yeah, very themed. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, DJ Swamp played music. Um, Didn't fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, I heard songs I liked. Yeah. Uh, then, so we were outside for the next beginning chunk of this. I don't think any of us have anything specific to say, but it was on the lineup. It says Chucky Chuck yes. into Johnny Richter. Yes. Yes, and yeah. I I don't know if there I don't think there was a break I know no. there wasn't a break between there the wasn't a break so Chucky e. Chuck did his did his set um, and I've never listened to his uh, stuff before 
So he was just kind of going. I remember walking past. I can't remember what I was doing. I might have been fucking going to the Emporium again. And uh, walking past, and he, one of his songs just had some, like, outrageous shit that he was talking about. It involved, it involved sexual acts. I know that much. All right, well, but, I'm not here for that, so. No, never. <laughs> no, so, no, no. <laughs> so, um, as we're just chilling outside, all of a sudden I hear the song uh, Everybody Move, which is a Cottonmouth King song, and I'm like, oh, they're playing that on the overhead. And then I'm like, oh, no, that's actually music, and sure as shit, Johnny Richter is up there. So I'm fucking rushing, because I'm like, I want to see Johnny Richter. And uh, Chucky Chuck was still up there as his hype man, basically, but it didn't seem like it was just... Johnny Richter doing his songs or just doing his verses from Cottonmouth King songs. It sounds like they did some other stuff. Um, one of the tracks was just literally a Johnny Richter and Chucky e. Chuck song, um, Destination Unknown. Um, they did at least one track from the recent King Click uh, EP. He did two. He did two. They did the one with Whitney Payton. Well, that's the one I remember and for sure. And then the other one, the, the, the one last that track the I think they single, did, right? They put a video out for when it first came out. Oh, like suburban noise OGs. Or okay, whatever. that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. But honestly, like Richter being probably the best member of the Cottonmouth Kings. I'll double down on that one. He, yeah. I'm most say consistent. It, it sure individually as a it's it's a it's a what do they call it when like people like The Office? Um, Boring. It's an ensemble. <laughs> it's an ensemble That's that so makes crazy. it work. Well, uh, so like Cottonmouth Kings at their peak is is. Everything happening at once is what makes it good. Johnny Richter, if pulled out, yeah. might be the the best individual. Johnny's Johnny Richter was the best, like the most consistent rapper, and also was pretty good on hooks. But like, but but that's the thing. He, the lottery they played the lottery, and that was my standout of that yeah. because he Same. does the hook and the thing, and it was perfect. Yeah, he's like one of the things I like about Richter so much is he has a very smooth voice. Like. Yeah, he, he doesn't do anything that he doesn't have to. So I've always liked that. But he was very, he was just very chill up there. But I did really appreciate the fact that there were people in the crowd whenever they were singing "Where's the Weed At." There's this fucking dude over there who's got a joint rolled up, hands it to him. He fucking takes a couple puffs, passes it back to the guy, and the person right next to him has another one, so he passes it to him. He took like, he took so much. So weed that explains the rest of the set because I missed that part. <laughs> When so I came in, looked, there was there was like, there was a portion where he was like kind of mumbling. I think, one of the yeah, songs. it might have been part of the song though, honestly. But uh, he was it was a little bit. They were drinking, and if that <laughs> if that happened prior to me coming in, that explains the rest of the set because I was like, there's zero energy. What is? I mean, as somebody who had seen the Cottonmouth Kings, yeah. back in the day, like mm-hmm. if, if you yes, if you saw OG Cottonmouth Kings. You know that was like a, a fucking party, but then you see this, and it's just like two dudes just kind of like rapping at each other at certain yeah. times, and like yeah. these weird gaps in between songs where they would just it would go dead silent. Yeah. There was also some weird mic stuff, I think, where he yes. was trying to address the crowd and say like, "Hey guys, what do you think about this?" And the, he had and like no jokes or something, yeah. and like it was just kind of <laughs> the 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 mic was a little muddled, so it yeah, just did not go that is over. An issue. I also don't know how many people were in there for that set because I was pretty close to the front. So um, it was not, many. not, not many. very full. That not many. Me. Yeah. Not many. Let's let's also be clear that the subnoise people that were here were here because it was a tour stop on the current sh- uh, underground uh, underground alliance tour. Yes, which With also Blaze. contains Blazed at Homey, so it made sense that they were on that. Yeah, so. yeah. it was a, it was a, it was a nice 
it was it was uh, nuanced. It, it was a good way to get it was a to break hear some from stuff. the action. We'll say that. Well, I would say it's it was a cool way to get a lot of the people that performed and attended this festival grew up on some old KMK yeah. and 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 suburban like I said, noise. I I generally enjoyed his set. I really right. Did. So what I'm saying is, it was, it was a cool it. way to get those guys there to get a couple of those songs in the yeah. mix yeah. and to get Blaze there in the middle of a tour. 100%. It was a nice nod to like yeah OG Juggalo folks. They're just like oh yeah 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 that's. Yeah, it's Diabolic right ran in the room when the lottery came oh, out. Oh, yeah. Every word. Like, I that saw was a, it. That's yeah. cool. Yes. Um, and then a uh, short break leading up to Slasher Dave, which was oh. maybe unlike anything I've ever seen live. Yeah, I agree. Like, yes. really, really specific, but really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, How do we describe Slasher Dave? So it's... it's, it's John like, Carpenter themes. So if you were to take... Um, Sort like, of EDM-y or dubby. 80s, like, score. Like yeah, like horror movies, horrors. Yeah. yeah. Mixed in with, like, like some heavy. industrial. Definitely industrial elements. Uh-huh. With a little bit of heavy guitar action. I don't, it, and then, like, sound clips. It's such, it's Samples such a cool and, and, mishmash yeah. of so many things that Dialogue I love. Dialogue and stuff. Yeah, and just, like. It's its own beast. We'll just say that. It really is. Like it was, it was for something that had no lyrics except no for one song. He had yeah. one one song with vocals. It was literally just you're there and you're listening to this like yeah. not necessarily ambiance, but it's all instrumental and but people were bobbing their fucking heads because yeah. it yeah. was just it was very infectious in a very in a good way. But it's like I don't know what the fuck it is about this, but I like it, and I ended up buying the CD. It was like, sure has a, those like a really good electronic music artist. Yes, but it was also like but heavy and 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 eighties horror theme. Yeah, like it was it was, it was a lot of things at once. But it's really 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 good. When I told people about his set last year, I think the word that I was using was mesmerizing because you <laughs> don't know you. I didn't like I heard his stuff, and I do like Acid Witch. Yeah. So, walking, like, I, what sucked about last year is it was so fucking cold, so I unfortunately missed part of the set, but, um, yeah, like, just to hear his stuff, I, I listen to his stuff, it, 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 it sounds fucking incredible on album, but to hear it live, it, like, it bumps it up so many fucking notches. The live drums helps too. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he has and a he had, the live drums were so good. And he good. brought him last year too, which oh, really? was fucking amazing. Yeah, whenever they were sitting up and it was like they were doing the sound check for the drums, and there was like, "What is that?" I'm like, "Oh, that's fucking Slasher Dave. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fucking awesome." My favorite non-musical part of that set was you and I, Mike, standing in the back and watching Lee Carver. Fucking he, run out he of run, nowhere, he ran up, dude. He ran up and he's just like bumping his head, like everything. And then like he turned, he turns away to like leave, and he sees me, and he and he uh, the, was fist bump, and he's like, "We're in the presence of fucking greatness oh, yeah. right now." And I'm like, "That is the coolest shit," because he's marking the fuck out. He was yeah. running around in like figure eights, like this is fucking awesome, yeah. right? Like, he was running up and yeah. shoulder checking Luke and me right next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, he and he was and psyched. literally right after that, I, I went to you and I was like, I cannot wait to hear them rap over shit like this. Yeah, which is, I mean, for those who don't know, I mean, if you listen this far, that's weird. 
that you don't know this, but uh, Slasha Dave <laughs> produced all of Mausoleum and continues to do more and more music for them. Right. So a uh, big part of this little inner circle. And it sounds like, it hasn't been actually confirmed, it sounds like Slasher Dave is going to be doing um, V5. V5. He, yeah, they, someone asked them directly if Mikey Clark was involved, and they said not at all. Yeah. Someone yeah, else that has helped them build some yeah, worlds here, and stuff. Here's the question in exact context. Uh, yeah, so is, uh, is Mikey Clark going to be on the V5 record? No. And yeah. that's all they said. They, no, they said no, but someone else is who you know, and they're adding their special sauce to yeah, it or something. Special so flavor. I can only imagine that's Slasher but, Dave, but we could But just the way they said, just the way they said, no. I would love to hear Madrox and Monoxide over that Slasher Dave production. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, if, like, can you imagine? And maybe a new wrinkle into what they would do later. Exactly. They, you know, they said they have a, a like a, dark, like, Wicked-esque album coming up. No one could do that right now, I think, better than Slasher Dave. I agree. But yeah, totally for, for being for being something that's very hard to describe, it was very, like, mesmerizing. And I'm so glad I watched it, because it was so damn yeah, cool. it was yeah. really fucking cool. It was, like, it, entrancing. Like, really, just, yeah. like, bobbing my head. Just, oh, like, you're zoned in. in. And I was absolutely high so, uh, <laughs> I was not and I was equally as energetic and dancing around that was that was what a fucking set and then uh, Blaze baby Blaze I was up towards the front because I fucking love a Blaze set uh, he had he had 5x with him and uh, it was I don't want to say like your typical Blaze set but you kind of know what to expect with Blaze I think you don't want to say that because you think it carries like a negative connotation no it doesn't at all but like it was your typical yeah. blaze set in that it was fucking awesome the man's yeah. got it was all your favorite blaze songs yeah the man's yeah. got fucking catchy hooks totally. there, yeah. it was cool because i think this is the first time that i've seen him since cadaver came out uh, it's the first time i have in person absolutely so really so not seeing um so, so finally no um never mind i did see him before because he he definitely played like i'm a g before um so I, I saw him on streams, but yeah, he's definitely not been to Portland since Cadaver came right. out. Right, so but I the... think that there might have been another show where he came to Pittsburgh. I don't know. Fuck, he wasn't on the online group. Either way, it was right? cool to hear Anyways, yeah, it was great to hear him. Um, they did a fucking... What song was it where they, they did a different instrumental, though? Um, was it... It was something from Colton Grundy. Was it Days of My Neighborhood? I think so. I'm trying to remember, because it, it, it whenever they weird. were like... They were you like, know, the beat sounds different, but you know the words. And I honestly, like, it was one of those weird moments of, like... I had to think about I it. Couldn't, I, I couldn't place it. I couldn't pull it. it. I, I couldn't pull, pull it. it first. Like, at first, yeah. Now, God damn it. But I, I, do need, I do need to acknowledge this. Unfortunately, I hate to do this. Legally, um, legally, Mike is yes, obligated to I address <laughs> so, what he's about to say. So Juggalo... He tried not to, but they pulled him in and said, you gotta. So Juggalo Anthem came on your typical Blaze song. It's great to hear live. They did something different this time in that the the track, they actually censor part of it now. And by censor, I mean... Scrubbed out completely. Scrub out. Yep. Uh, it's, it's Monoxide in the, uh, in the course, I believe. Um, I think it is, yeah. I yeah, exactly. drop, drop in the end bomb. So it doesn't say that anymore. However, later towards the end, I am almost certain that Blaze was saying it. No, he was saying kill us. He was saying kill us? Absolutely. Thank yeah, yeah. you. Because that's what I say. 
But that's what also I was trying to think of like later on, and I'm like, yeah. did he? And Mike was like, yeah, you, I already know what you're saying. He he said it, and I'm like, no. okay, no, I think no. I heard. Okay, I'm, I thought it was people in the crowd were. Yeah, over hundred percent. I say ninjas just because of like muscle memory. I'm like, we're not saying that word, no. and it's so I just awkward. I say juggles up in the shit up. Yeah, in the I just skip yeah. The but I was thinking about that during the set, and uh, why not? just make a new version or like a remix with a different line because you're gonna play it forever as long as you're touring yeah it's don't make the only version of the song be that version or just yeah like the backing track or just add kills to every line exactly i can get the studio and bang that out in eight seconds yeah (laughs) but it is we call a real unfortunate guy but yeah like blaze had a fucking cool ass set like it was cool to hear him do like some of the old shit like he did something from pretty much every fucking album it was a nice um, mixture of his entire discography it was one of the first time i've seen him do dubstack live though really i, I feel like he doesn't do it that often he didn't think he was gonna do it and i was like i think he's yeah it's just he doesn't do it that often to be completely honest I've, yeah, I think um, I've seen him so many times. Yeah, that's I'm actually that's one of those songs that I expect him to do. Um, and, and and the the easiest fucking closer is is escape. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and you're never gonna get a complaint out of me with a set that begins with real G shit and ends with escape uh, every yeah. fucking time. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, so it Blaze always is consistent, which could be interpreted as bad, but like no, I love when I see Blaze. Because he always looks like he's having a great time. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he's necessarily like running through the motions or anything, but he's been doing he's this for so long that he is like he knows how to get the crowd into it. And they're into it. Yeah. Hundred like, percent. I, of... I was going fucking I feel like around me, like nobody else was like as into it, but I was going fucking nuts. I know I was losing my voice. When I set. walked up to get a water during the set and then it was real unfortunate because they did two uh one less uh, G songs, but the woman that was standing behind the bar was absolutely yeah, she was fucking going off, yeah. popping off, like wow. losing. The woman has been sung a seltzer the entire time. She loved those beats. Yeah, That's she awesome. was thrown down. Like, I actually had to wait for the dude to, like, finish up his because she was looking at him and, like, just. That's great. Yeah. 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 Blaze is great. Love him. And then. Um, the main event. Yeah, Allah So. Leading up to this, weeks and weeks, you know, they've been teasing that there would be blood spray on the crowd, and there would be effects, and there would be a whole new kind of stage show that was not just three dudes in masks on stage rapping. And so the show opens with, um, with there was three three, three people, Zools, yeah, three three Zooligans, like in, in it, was, it was Zool in their um, Almighty Era. Garb. They had the Dickies suits with their name tags, yep, yep. and two point and the and the black beanies. And so my immediate instinct instinct was, you know, oh cool, they're gonna start the show kneeling down. Yeah, that's what that's what we all thought at first. And then like Not after like me. The, oh sorry, sorry. Not me. But after then the they first, all like, couple out. flashes. There were some yeah. stroke flashes. They walked out behind their doppelgangers. Yeah. Slit their throats. And then they just oh, poured blood onto the... A real guar moment happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yep. the, the, the said doppelgangers just spewed blood all over the crowd from their necks while they did uh, The Parish. Uh, that sounds right. I feel like we should have this much 
uh, quicker in our memories is it was it's well been three hours ago. Worry. It's I've been got also the set list on five hours ago. Yeah. yeah, it was the parish, and then into we are one. So before we we get further into this, we were fully convinced of two things that were going to happen this weekend. One, something involving Venomous Five would happen. Mm-hmm. That did not happen. The other thing was they were going to come out wearing their newest masks that probably, what we presume would be 3.0s. They did not. They were wearing 2.1s that were gray with blood on them. They looked great on stage. But we really thought that they were going to have their next era masks up there, and they did not. Um, So was I disappointed in that? Eh, a little tiny bit. But guess what? It's a mask. It doesn't affect how they fucking perform on stage. So I just wanted to get that out of the way real quick. And I'll say that I kind of was doing my my fanboy speculating on some of that stuff mm-hmm. but having seen the show I'm glad it wasn't any of that stuff and that it yes. was what it was because it felt like such a celebration of everything that already happened yes. when we know for a fact that there's multiple that's, albums right around the corner yeah that's coming up yeah it yeah. felt like a nice ribbon to like their entire career and to on that you know note a big reason it felt like that was because the people they brought out, which Diabolic came out to do in the trunk, yep. SON came out to do Move Back. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the, those are the two early ones I can think of. Blaze came out mm-hmm. to do Alternate Dimension. Yeah, okay, okay, <laughs> we have to talk about this. There's some discrepancy. Do on we? Do no, we? A hundred percent. I don't. I don't fucking care. So Alternate Dimension from uh, Necronomicon Two is basically a sequel to. It's just another dimension, I believe. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. First Necronomicon. And uh, Blaze is featured on it, and uh, first off, it took him a while to get on stage. He was he was late oh, he by, like he five totally seconds. Because everybody in the crowd was waiting for that moment. They were like, to, like looking, look at each other. And they say scream. it's the big homie it's blaze. It's the big homie yeah. blaze, and, and I think he misses. <laughs> and then we're we're hearing some of the backing track, but not a whole lot of of live vocals by Blaze. And there's some there's some. Uh, confusion here. Some people are saying, "Oh, there's maybe disagreement his, in the camp." I'll say maybe that. that his his microphone was not working. Me and Blade, who's not here, so I'll speak on behalf of both of us. <laughs> I am fully convinced from watching his mouth and hearing what I heard cut in and out mm-hmm. that there was mic problems. I am a hundred percent convinced that he did not know the words of his own verse. I'm pretty sure my man was stoned out of his mind and did not. He mumbled through some of it. Because <laughs> there were sections where he his did not, li- where he he did, he it, did it, but he was straight up mouthing words that did not match what no. was playing on the thing, and because of that, um, who was it that picked it up? Towards a lot the of end? it was Lee. Yeah, a lot of it was so Lee. What I saw was that he <laughs> was mouthing words, but nothing was coming out, and they cranked his mic up, which is where in the middle of the verse it was way more audible, and then it fed back really quickly, and so they cut it back again. Yeah, because I was like, nah, I don't know. I think that he just didn't know the verse. And you know what? It happens, but just it's funny to me because I know they I've seen hide- stuff that Blaze yes. knows so much of his, of, like, not yeah, of his stuff, yeah. but other people's stuff, and they specifically mentioned they this that Blaze so is going to be on I was so excited for that moment. <laughs> and, like, and, and the thing is, is like, I was like, wow, Blaze doesn't know his verse. Maybe he should just watch TNT from now on. They fucking show the video like five <laughs> times every yeah. night. Well, he said, like, Yo, as I it was ending. I don't even know where I'm at. 
He said, he looked at somebody and he said, I'm sorry, I just smoked way too much of the Kron or something like that. I was they like, Necronomicron too? He said, I've been smoking the Kron all day or something like that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And I was like, so, oh, God so bless him. I just think that's, that's really funny. But it was still a cool moment to see him. A for oh, yeah. effort. Yes. And getting like the, the, the pop. The, the, the pop was, yeah. Yeah. Mike with a very quick insert here. Um, it's been confirmed that, yes, Blaze totally forgot the words. Um, AXE mentioned it on TNT this week that, uh, yeah, there was a little bit of uh, confusion, and it's because Blaze did not uh, remember his first. <laughs> back to the uh, back to the mic check. And then, um, I mean, I can run down the silos right here. It was intro, Parish, We Are One, Deathbed, Belial, Rigor oh, Erectus. Deathbed was fucking... Deathbed was literally when I started... A lot of my yelling the chorus. I agree. Mm-hmm. That's my um, yes. Same. I ramped up throughout because I just did not want to. No, it was that, I didn't it, give a fuck. <laughs> no, 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 I don't mean what you think. I mean, I mean, I got to a point where I was like, I don't want there to be a chance that they don't think we all love this shit. Yeah, this shit. So uh, I totally scream get it. Yeah, loud, which I yes. didn't do the rest of the week. I did it at times, but it was like, uh, this is. No holds barred now yeah. on my throat. Yeah. I'm just gonna totally let it go. Totally get you. Yes, yes. Um, alternate dimension, life, L I F E. That was face. oh god, I went so fucking hard on on life. Like that one was that one hurt actually by the end of it because I the most guttural yell of me yelling, let it fucking mm-hmm. end. <laughs> and then uh, move back with S O N. Who came out and crushed it yep. and, and got such a response from the crowd. And that was really, really cool to see. Honestly, this is like a weird, no one's ever led me to think this is true in any stretch. But if he signed with LLE, that would be a perfect fit, I think. Uh, yeah. Bill already produced the last record and like the, 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 the audience loves him. Mm-hmm. But even if even if that's not even anything at all and he just continues to do his own thing, like he's he's rapidly ascending. Yes. To really cool shit. Uh, six feet deep, mass made me do it. The trunk six feet deep with diabolic, brainless. So then they had they yeah. had super famous come out and do brainless for the first time. I think they've ever performed it with Bill. Yeah, because I actually mentioned uh, just separately before this. Um, whenever we saw super famous uh, last night, I was like, I'm kind of surprised they didn't do brainless. Like, not necessarily that they needed to have Bill out there because we could have just sang along with it. But I was like, that's kind of weird that they didn't play it because it was their first single. They did but it last year too during the set. During AXE set? No. Oh, during their own time. set. Yep. So it was very cool for for um, for AXE to to bring them out and do it, and all of AXE were like singing the the chorus and all of us were singing the chorus i think that song like of the weekend got one of the biggest pops and definitely one of the biggest sing-alongs. 100 um and then super famous stayed around the rest of the set they they like just do some, them and do some out. back vocals uh, and they did axis family and zooligans to oh, end it oh god so uh axis family great to have towards the end of the show before we close out can we pause for two seconds so i can pee sure I'm not cutting that out though. That's fine. Take it to the bathroom so with We're going to pause for one second. You <laughs> won't know that we stopped and pausing right now. I peed. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, having uh, Axis Family be towards the end was, was great. Like, the theatrics for that, they had like a, a fake like sledgehammer that looked awesome. 
Oh yeah, and throughout they would have like they had a guy come out who was puking up green yeah. liquid that was some that was kind towards of the juice. beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. saying throughout the whole show they had they they did not. Uh, oh, they had uh, they had super soakers. Super soakers full of fake blood. Yeah, yeah, they they didn't let up on their promise that we would get soaked. They said they were get, they would get wet. Yeah, so. and I think they're gonna build this element of their stage show from here. But this was a very cool intro to it. Yes. Um, and ending with Zooligans is both an interesting choice and I think a fantastic one. It's the best choice. I I, I was guess I think I was just kind of surprised because I feel like it's almost too like cheery. But it is literally a dedication to yes. this incredibly passionate fan base. Yes, that it just it was it was just crazy, and there was a lot of like uh, it wasn't like song 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 like it would be like they do a song and you know or they do like two songs then chat for a little bit, a couple mm-hmm. jokes here, yeah, yeah, that's how they do. Um, a lot of witty bantering. Yeah, they're silly guys. When when it got to the end. Yeah. Uh, the waterworks started for me. I not just for you. For, I think for everyone that's been on this podcast and everyone that was on stage. Yes. I, like I I can say this. I don't know if if it's maybe it's just me like overthinking it, but I know for a fact that I locked eyes with Lee and I locked eyes with with Billy, as I had tears coming down. Oh yeah, no, they were glassy eyed. That same thing happened last year too, where some of them just couldn't like. Especially uh, Joe, there were p- parts of like even the set last year, and he's doing it again this year. Where Ed, when they would be doing the thank yous and doing the heartfelt, you know, like, like a bit choked up, he would just choke up and not say anything. And he's like, I can't, I can't talk right now. I can't speak. So, like yeah. this, it was, it was actually like really rough for me. It, it got worse whenever I got outside. <laughs> um. And and then we we chilled for probably a good like forty minutes or something, just kind of yeah. chatting and bullshitting. But like, I know like fuck the who was the first person that I really saw? I saw you, but then like Blade came over and like yeah, like, the, one of the tightest hugs I've had in a while. I didn't realize it because I mean like I was already in like a weird stunned state coming out of it too because that that set like. I was already feeling pretty depleted, but I knew like all of my energy. The rest of it, I was just like, "Here, take it. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'm just gonna blow out my voice right now. I'm gonna be disgusting, sweaty. Like I didn't need to get sprayed. I was already fucking drenched in my own sweat. <laughs> I was so disgusting. And I'm like, yeah, I, I cried during like two or three songs. It, yeah, I knew that the ending was coming, and I was like, fuck, this yeah. is, this is gonna take me out completely. But yeah, I. These dudes absolutely fucking love this, and there's so much appreciation that, I mean, like, it fucking kills me that people just kind of, they're like, oh, this is another juggalo wannabe group, and And, and dismiss them completely, and then to see that and how much they actually fucking care about everything. And and to see how much the people that are there care about it. Yes, yes. Also, uh, something like to as a, as a bit of a side for this, it shouldn't be like ignored that the majority of these artists, especially like the the big head honchos or whatever, like AXC and Super Famous, they were literally just walking on the grounds like the entire time, unless they were yeah. busy doing something. And it wasn't like you couldn't. Now, granted, I didn't really do this because I'm like little shy baby, but. It, there were so many people who were able to just go up and like say hey or chat yes. for a couple minutes unless they were like in the like middle of trying to do something yeah. like 
it wasn't like they were unapproachable or or, or anything like that. Well, and that's they, something that I really wanted to touch on, like when we talk about like Cody Manson and Dean same. and like that being in the crowd yep. moshing and stuff like that. It's like. Oh. The artists on stage are as excited about the stuff as the fans are. Yes. Yeah, because they're fans too. Yeah, which is which is so refreshing. It's not just like I'm they're sure all that they're like just yeah, exactly. Like you don't see that often. I don't no. think these days. And and this is, I God, like unpacking all of this. Like I'm starting to actually like. Hit, have it hit me again right now I have not experienced something like this before nope. and it's going to be I think, I think a very long time at least probably a year and I'm saying that on here knowing what's coming up in two months fucking sue me I don't care I don't think that's a, there's any legal grounds they for won't that. sue me it's okay <laughs> yeah I don't think anyone can sue for that um, for excitement levels <laughs> I, I genuinely don't see myself feeling the same way about anything else until Camp Soltura. Plain and simple. Because everything about it, from the music, the camaraderie, okay, even if I didn't necessarily interact with every single person there, when we were waiting in line for shit, of course we're going to have small talk with people. And I couldn't say to a single person or, or say after the fact, wow, that person was a fucking dickhead. Mm-mm. Everybody Zero. was everybody no. was here. There was only one person that I was like, I really wish you'd tone down just a little bit. You know who I'm talking about. But like overall not worth getting into but, because the but overall no, but it, it was so good. Yeah, so my thing is is like everybody here came here to have fun. Not to fuck with people. No. They came here to have fun, to check out some music, to support some artists that they feel very strongly about. And this ticked every fucking box. Yes, 100%. And I will say, um, one thing that Lee said on stage when they were doing their thank yous that really hit me was, um, our entire lives are dedicated to making your life fresher. Which is like, it's it's a very obvious statement, but it's like, yeah, you literally, like, don't have to do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you could have just toured. Or, like, made, you know, a a bunch of mixtapes. You know what I mean? Like, this is like the weirdest fucking thing you could do and that's why it's the best thing you could do like seeing the the witch hanging and like the trail and stuff like this is such a zool fucking thing and seeing all the artists that they've kind of shepherded into this festival and people that played it last year people that like their core audience like really fucking fuck with like fam sky swamp son like seeing like they could have they could have easily taken the job at MNE and 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 hoped for twisted opening spots for the next five years and that was not what they wanted to do that they want to do they want to build Zool build their base build their thing and they're doing it better than I could have ever hoped and super famous is you know like the best tag team partners I can even fucking imagine and like well, yeah, because they're luchas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like the whole thing is so organic and so real, and it, I, I like when we sat at you said we sat at the bench for forty minutes and talked. I sat at the bench for forty minutes and tried to figure out what I was thinking because I had so many thoughts going through my head, and and ultimately what it came back to is just that I don't think I've ever 
I don't think I've felt this way after something since I was 13, 14 years old because they just, they, like you said, it checked all the boxes. Like they, they reached into their own childhood juggalo hearts and pulled out all the things that made them feel excited and special when they were kids and then said like, let's make our version of that. And yeah, it, let's and, create a magic that other people will think, yeah. you know, similar to what we had. And it's, and it's, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't have a lot of I haven't figured I haven't figured out what to say about it for another week probably but it just yeah the fucking lot it'll be longer because you guys are are um, experiencing exactly what I felt last year like when I left the grounds last year and I mean it was a completely different experience with it being insanely fucking cold and just a, a little less people and you know like. Not everyone. We weren't able. Like you could walk around the grounds, but you didn't really want to because it was fucking oh. cold outside. It, 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 I, I felt the same exact way, and I think I gushed to you guys about it because I was just like, I. This was a very refreshing experience last year. It was nice to see all of that. All the things that I love about, you know, other like, being a juggalo and like. It, everything that people say it is it's morphed into something else it's not exactly that all the time there's a lot more people involved too so it's, it's hard to get you know that camaraderie when there's thousands of people but um yeah no the things that i've i've loved about the juggalo world being in it for it seems fucking forever um this was like a new like i wouldn't say like a refresh but like i don't know it it had everything that I love about that world, and it was true. It wasn't fake, and, like, everyone seemed to care. And people walking the grounds, even last year, was... I don't want to say it was shocking. It was just, like, yeah, no, they're... This is why they're here. They're here for us. We're here for them. There's no, like... You can't talk to me now because I'm talking to Buckshot. Or, you know, anything like that. And everyone was so goddamn approachable. It was, like fuck I want to fucking support this I want to support this every fucking year like I've the, I don't know if you guys will feel this way next year but like I feel so fucking full of happiness and I just feel fucking extremely goddamn content and like yeah no like I will go into this week like fuck yeah I just did capsule again fuck you guys everything's wonderful over here so yeah I I cannot gush any more about this like Everyone was like, God damn it. You, like, I know you did all those other events, but you were not shut the fuck up about cancel, cancel. And I'm like, I, it's, it's what it is. I, until you experience it, 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 it like people want to compare this to the gathering and every other big event, but it's not that it's not that at all. I mean, calling it camp. So honestly, the camp part about it, it, that feels more. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I'm i like halfway speechless. It's just, it's such a cool fucking thing. And I'm glad that they're doing it. I'm glad they're running with it. And I'm glad that they like, I know next year they're going to build up on this one. It's going to be bigger. There's probably going to be more sets. They're probably going to do even more theatrics. I expect like them to just take this and fucking like, amp it up with steroids just be like fuck yes okay so we did this and the, the thing that i also liked about this year is that 
not only did they bring more people in, but they invited a lot of people from last year. So it wasn't like, all right, cool, we got you guys last year, fucking whatever, let's get other people in here right. to, to sell more tickets or whatever. They're like, no, fuck that. We're going to bring everybody back in from last year that we can and fucking add more to it. So, no, I I fucking love this. I, I could sit here for hours and just fucking spew, but yeah, I fucking love this. I know that whenever we were, when we were heading back, um, Robbie and I, um, one of the things that I said was like, yeah, I didn't get to go to Camp Soul 1, mm-hmm. you know, I'm glad that you did get to go because you can still compare the experiences from that to this one. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so happy that I got to see this in its infancy. Yes. But because part of me is like, this is special to me because I got to experience it early on. Like, I I came into the Juggalo world incredibly late, so something like this is very foreign to me now. And like, I didn't listen to to Alazolu until they got signed to MNE, so even that's a little bit late for compared to some people. But part of me is like. It's not like I want to gatekeep, but I'm like, man, I, I don't want more people yeah. to get into this because I want this to be my special little thing. But at the same time, I'm like, no, this is a fantastic thing that so many people should give a shot and should want to come to and everything. And then it can expand and, and just become such, you know, just, I don't want to say out of proportion, but it has the potential, even at this early on, to be something worth looking forward to, like for years on end. And the fact that, you know, damn near everything went off without a hitch for them, it seems. And, you know, everybody was respectful to themselves, to the staff, which again, we've said more than once here, the staff is fantastic. Like this is something that I know from now on. It's not me thinking, oh, it would be kind of cool to go to this. Like, no, I'm going to do as much as I fucking can to go to this event as long as it is a thing. I'm hoping it's not further than this. Like, if, it, if it's Terror Town, fucking great. Sign me the fuck up. But I I don't fully know what I expected, and I'm thrilled that I took the shot and did so because this exceeded every possible expectation that... I had and didn't have. So that's, I mean, I don't know if that's like my final thoughts, but like it's, it is very refreshing again for, to hear you say about like what you felt for the first oh, one yeah. and then comparing it to this one and whatnot. And I know that, you know, in our four person group, three of the four of us just didn't really know. No. Not necessarily like fully what we were getting into. Watching the maskumentary can only do so much. And that didn't give it, I don't know, no. even, a, even an insight into what it Not felt like all. to be there, what it acted. That was really heavy on promoting, I feel like, the... Um, it was good ad. The scare actor yeah, parts yes. of it, and it made it seem like a... Definitely. But but the what what I knew it was going to be going into it and what it ultimately was was, was very different than that. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is the best. <laughs> like, I, I've been... This, 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 this scene has become increasingly my main shit for the last like two years and uh and will only go further from here only only become more and more important um in the same in the same way that you know horrorcore gripped me when i was 14 and found q strange or you know any of those earlier acts like this this 
I feel excited in, in, a, in a very genuine way, and this is fully my, my, my deal now. It's, it's, cool to, it's cool to hear that because I think that now, like I said, there's been a lot of times where I haven't given some artists a shot because, you know, they, they aren't on a label that I know of or, or they haven't done work directly with somebody else. And some people tell me, oh, you should check them out. Well, eh, I don't feel like it. No. If, if at this point, I feel like I need to give damn near everybody at the very least a shot to, to see because I'm probably missing out on a lot of very fresh music. And this, thankfully, Camp Zool has been a way to force me to actually check it out and give it the shot that it needs because I know that I'm leaving coming back with A, great memories, and B, a lot of potential great experiences coming out of it. I'll say if you're listening to this, if you're a classic Juggalo Judgment fan, you listen to every episode, you can't get enough of these two knuckleheads, and you're like, sure, Camp Zool is probably fun. I can't wait till these guys get to Bang Paboom or something. Um, <laughs> if you, and this is me speaking for myself and not anyone else on this podcast, if in, say, like the early 90s, like Nirvana and bands like that were popping and you were like, yeah, but they're not the Rolling Stones, you were a fucking idiot and you are right now. So shut up and go listen to something that you maybe haven't heard before and let it be your new favorite thing because it's just as deserving as anything ever has been. I think I think that's one Mike of the drop. best. I think I think it's one of the best ways that, that we could possibly cap that off. So I just want to say, um, as as one final note for me, like I said, I got incredibly emotional at the very end of this, but I know that like the course of the last three or four days um, has been nothing short of magic. Um, I can honestly say that I am thrilled that I have met. Three of the people from the ICP with We Discord that I now have a very special bond with. Yes. Um, the fact that we may not have ever met in person had it not been for this is just, it's, it's magic. I definitely consider you all uh, dear friends. Yes. I already did beforehand. Now it's just a, a, a up another level. So I will definitely look forward to seeing you all again in the future. And Campzool, if you can, if you want to give it a shot, come to Campzool three. Just fucking make make shit happen, because holy shit, you're missing out. Yeah, definitely. I think it's about time that we that we dip out of here because this has been over two and a half hours. I didn't think it was going to be that long. I thought we were going to talk for maybe a little over a half hour. Oh no, so. I. Do you guys have anything that you would like to end on? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do you have anything that you would like to leave on? Anything? Is there anything that you'd like to promote? Is there any... Uh, where can people find you on social media? Please don't. <laughs> I've got stuff and you'll figure it out if you want to. I already said what I said. <laughs> You can follow off. super ultra famous uh, <laughs> Twisted History on Instagram. You know where it is. Um, <laughs> listen to new and up and coming acts or jump in a fucking lake with bricks tied to your backpack. Holy shit. <laughs> Sleeping with the you fishes. got real fucking dark here, so I like it. I like it. I just mean, yeah. Uh, every, all the people we talked about really deserve uh, some of your time and, and do that. That's, that's what I want to promote. Absolutely. Not myself. Keep an open mind. Don't stay in your little fucking box. <laughs> 
And don't judge other people who are stepping out. Right on. Right on. I think it's about time that we dip out. As always, thank you for listening to Juggalo Judgment and Mike Check. Um, it's always really appreciated. Anytime I double check the numbers and even if somebody listens to an episode once, it's seriously really cool. Thank you for listening to this entire episode. If you did, it's it's the longest mic check ever, yeah? Uh, no, the one with Jiggles is. Right, Because it's like nearly check. four fucking hours long. Yeah. Nice job, Jiggles. So sorry that you... <laughs> you guys uh, didn't even have a thing to talk about. Exactly. We just <laughs> fucking went off for so long. That's just called a phone call between friends. Force on an audience. Fucking hell. So, um, I think with that said, there's really nothing else to, to, to bullshit about. And I'm going to dip out of here so as always stay safe much love peace out